Blog Talk Radio.
welcome to the Cricket Show. And every Sunday evening from 6 until 9 p.m. Eastern Sunday time, you'll hear us right here on the Internet. You can call us at 1-515-605-9850. The number again is 1-515-605-9850. And you can reach us by way of the email, blogtalkradio.com forward slash the cricket show. I welcome you once again. We have a number of panelists on board, but before we do that, before we introduce them to you, let us ask God's blessing on this show. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity you have afforded us to have yet another show. We are grateful for all that you have done for us in the past, and we pray that you just continue to bless the show, let it go on without any interruptions, Lord. We thank you for the ones who have made it possible those who have contributed financially and those who have done so otherwise. We are grateful for the ones who are anticipating giving us, Lord, and we are just grateful for every moment this show this evening, and we pray that you will go on without any interruptions. We also ask your blessing and kind healing touches on our brothers and sisters who are struggling with ill health, namely Mr. Natubia Patel, father of Jatin Patel, David Christian, the husband of Heisen Christian, one of our panelists. Eugene Francis, a lifelong friend of mine with the same last name. Dr. Leroy Lashley and his, his dear daughter Lisa. Bobsy Nisbet and her daughter Murchis, who is on with us. And we just pray especially for Bobsy as she's struggling with ill health. And we just hope and pray that you'll touch her body, especially this evening, Lord. We pray also for Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Elkamita Willett, and my siblings, Wentworth, Gabriel, Telbert, and Duane Francis, who are also going through some temporary setbacks, Lord. We pray for Dennis Kelman, Joseph Gunshop, Mona Daniel, Fillmore Hall Park, we haven't heard from for a while, Lord. We pray for Earl Stevens, Dr. Roger Brown, Linford McKenzie, and Dawn Simon, Lord. We pray for all the others who have not expressed their concerns, Lord, but we, you know the issues, Lord, and we ask that you touch these as well. We pray for our nation and the nations who are having tri um, trials and tribulations, Lord. We just pray that you just let them be right, correct the wrongs, Lord, and we pray this evening that the show will be one to be remembered. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let me, amen. Let me introduce to you, firstly, Hyson Christian coming all the way from London, England. Hyson, why don't you Hi, say hello good, to your friends? And, Hi, ahead. good evening. Hello to everyone listening. I hope you enjoy mm -hmm. the show this evening. It's going to be a wonderful one, as usual. Indeed, indeed. Thanks, Hyson. And you want to say hi to Donna, and she's going to tell us about Mother Brown and Father Brown over there in Nevis. Donna, welcome. Hello, uh, good night. Good night to all the panelists. I'm fine here. Yes, My indeed. parents are fine. I spoke with them earlier today, so everything is well. Yes. And I'm also well here in oh. New York City. Good night. Hi, right. friends. Danny. Hi, hi. Good to hear you. Good night. Good night. Yes, let me turn, turn to Murchis, Queen Murchis, the yeah. caller. You yeah. live in Queens. Queens. 
It's a pleasure being here tonight, even though I'm in a lot of pain, but God is oh good all the, all the time. All the time. All the time. Yes, Welcome indeed. Let's pray, especially. Yeah, just let me just pause for a cause here, Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you once more to touch the body of Mercury as so she goes through some pains, Lord. We know you're concerned about her, one of your faithful servants, Lord. We trust that you will just touch her and let her be up to it to be with the show for the entire three hours, Lord. We know her mm-hmm. her heart, Lord, and we just trust that you will touch not only her, but her mother as well. We ask these in your precious name this evening. Amen. Amen. Thank amen you and so amen. Much. All the prayers needed. And I hope you guys yes, enjoy indeed. the show. We have something good in store for you. So relax and enjoy. Amen. And yes. here from the main man, Mr. Dennis. Dennis, good evening to you, sir. Well, good evening, Leon. Good evening to our panelists, Mercury's, Donna, Hyacinth, and all our listeners out there, wherever you are. Remember? This is the weekend of Veterans Day, a day to honor or a weekend to honor those lives lost to preserve our freedom. Mm -hmm. Of course, this is particularly important on the eve. I know it's a year away on the eve of our own election in which our very freedom is on the line. So let's pause and remember those who gave. Remember whatever they've given and whatever we might give, it's a whole lot less than what they gave. This is the Cricket Show, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Cricket Show. You can join us or email us at thecricketshow.comcast.net, thecricketshow.comcast.net, or call to join in with the conversation. 1-515-605-9850. 605-9850. Back to you, Leo. Yes, and coming up soon is the, the coach's corner. He's on with us, but just let me give the folks some of what we're going to take care of this evening, the cricket show, the coach's corner, and then we'll turn our attention to birthday anniversary hour by Audley Watson and the ICC players of the player of the month, our players of the month of October. We'll give you that. Also, we'll talk about the CWI CG United Super 50, the championship, and and talk about Sri Lanka, a national player. He was was um, found not guilty of charges that he was accused of some years ago, and the CW Men's Academy team prepare for to face off on a tour of Ireland. And the CWI team player suspended from bowling slow. Uh, I think that was coming out of um, the CWI Super 50. Zimbabwe men's tour of um, Namibia. And the Australian women big bash. And, of course, we'll talk about the suspension of Sri Lanka and any other matter that we may neglect to talk about. But let me just turn you right over to Dennis, where he has the coach in waiting. Good evening to you to coach. Here, here is Dennis. Yes, thank you, Leon. This is the Cricket Coach USA, the Cricket Hall of Fame USA, 
and the American Cricket Education Council, ACEC, is pleased to welcome the weekly joint collaborative broadcast of the Coaches' Corner. The objective of the Coaches' Corner is to provide coaching, education, and expert views, information, oral and practical assistance, while helping to educate those seeking to understand and to become actively involved in the sport of cricket, both nationally and internationally. This segment of the Coaches' Corner will run from 6.15 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard and will feature Coach Jaitin Patel, Cricket Hall of Famer and Multi-Sport Coach Administrator and Director of the Cricket Hall of Fame. Coach, good afternoon to you and welcome to another week of the Coach's Corner. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening to you, Coach. Coach. Good evening, Coach. Thank you. The coach, the timeout rule has been in the news recently. After the World Cup incident with Angelo Matthews of Sri Lanka, can you explain the timeout rule and how it was applied in the Matthews incident? Well, this is uh, definitely a talking point all over the world in the cricket. First, we have to understand why the timeout was involved or added to the MCC laws. So in order to understand the timeout law, we need to go back to the test version only, the five-day test. We are talking when the timeout law was added. At that point, they had absolutely no condition. Remember, no condition. About 90 hours need to be bowled. Or last day, you have to play five and a half hours. And last uh, hour and a half, you need to have 20 mandatory over. Now, those are the all regulations came before the timeout was added. The reason timeout was added, to eliminate and avoid waste of time or the tactics the team used to use to kill the time. For example, if you are betting last and you have to kill the day to take this game to the draw and save the loss, the batters used to take a lot of time-consuming effort in between. Means they are wasting time because the old clock was all about time, not about number of overs. So in that sense, timeout law was added. And the originally timeout law is from the moment you lose the wicket, you have two minutes before the next batsman has to be ready and ready to face the ball. And then we got this ODI version in early 70s. And now we have T20 in uh, 2007 and later. I will say the timeout does not make sense in the ODI and T20, where you have fixed number of overs, has nothing to do with the time. Whether batsmen take two minutes or three minutes, you still have that remaining overs to play. So it is not much critical, but again, that was the law. Now in between, I believe around Corona or before, they changed this rule 
into the two minute to the three minute means you had a three minute between the batsman gets out and new batsman takes the crease and ready to face the ball so that three minute is looks to me makes more sense than two minute two minute means we are rushing too much top of that this has become the controversial for so many reasons in this case there is no specific rule at what point two minutes ends means let's say you lose the wicket and if you start in the clock means the timer is set that in two minutes you need to have next batsman in but when this two minute expire or when it is official to say that batsman has avoided this time out easy when he takes the stance easy when he makes the crease or is he really facing the first ball so those are the controversial things are going on right now and the top of that two things especially for angelo matthews he did make it to the crease and he was fixing his uh, helmet and one of the strap got loose so he was looking for the another helmet now on the sad part is empire does not give you out this is not like a soccer football or basketball where the referee make a call and if you don't make action play during certain time you lose the opportunity to play it goes to the other team it doesn't work in cricket means the fielding side has to appeal and to me this is unfortunate that the team on field did made the appeal and based on that empire made the decision but here is a by own opinion in this particular match we have seen lot of times batsman gets out by the time batsmen are walking back to pavilion empire used to ask them to hold on to it or slow down don't leave the field because they are reviewing now in that sense if the batter situation they are reviewing that includes the no ball whether it was a clear out or not if it is not the reviewed then the empire himself says okay hold on we are making final decision soon so now that particular time is the tv empire is taking extra time to make sure the batsman is out so now my concern is if the batters time start as soon as they get out how this 2 minute counts and what happens if they are officially reviewing and if it takes 45 seconds out of that 2 minutes do you think the next batter has to sprint to the crease and take the stance hmm. okay coach thank you so much for that uh, but in that a question dennis huh yes go ahead. you you're going to move off this topic dennis before you no, move no, off go, I go ahead yes go ahead okay okay coach nothing is done to the bowler what if he he delays making the delivery like say he sets his field or he asks for some sawdust to be put in his footmark to help him with the grip on his footmark nothing is done to the bowler in that sense can charge for time for infringement if he the batsman is ready to receive and he is not 
So when the law is not clear, these are the things comes up. If you ask any empire, they might give you the same response. We follow the rule. But what's in the rule? Mm. This is another example. What happened? Batsman walks in. He's on the time. And the fielding side is taking time. Let's say they had another baller. And all of a sudden, if the over is changing and they decided to change the baller and bring the baller from the third man or fine leg, and it's taking the extra time. Do you think he need to be penalized because of two minutes? He did not face the ball. So now, coming no. straight to the point, they need to go with a lot of other games he's doing. Like the soccer, your time starts as soon as you take the field. Means as soon as you cross the sideline, the time starts. Same thing with the football. Same thing with the basketball. Same thing with the volleyball. Same thing with the rugby. Why don't cricket? In my opinion, the clock timeout situation supposed not to be there, especially for the ODI and T20. That's my first uh, uh, option. If it is not, if you are not able to eliminate, then the straightforward, the two minutes count as soon as batsmen leave the field, and the next batter enters the field. Means they have to cross at the fence. Thanks. Continuing on that line, the opposing captain has to appeal before the timeout decision to be made. Now, in the Matthews situation, the captain of the uh, the opposition from Matthews' team said he had made the appeal because he wanted to ensure victory for his team. Would you say that the appeal was in the spirit of the game of cricket? Well, there is a two-side story here. The spirit of the game is at the front page, and we are expecting everyone to be a good sportsman and play with the spirit of the game. But at the same time, you have the rules to accept. Any sport you play on this planet does have the rules and regulation, and you must follow. That's how you play. And top of that, official, whether you call referee, empire, or official, they are the people who are there to enforce the law. And based on the situation, they are the one, the decision maker, and you have to accept it. So in this situation... I will not say this is just like a man carrying. According to the rule, there is a law for it. Then why you say that the fielding side made appeal? Fielding side did the right thing according to the law, right? But the scratchy part to me, I haven't seen it. And I believe, in my opinion, you can ask any empire. They do not track this timeout situation. I haven't seen any single empire in any level of game. As soon as wicket falls, they are looking at clock and marking that time on a card or something. i never seen this. So in other words, I know the one person kept it. I have done scoring at the ICC level, so I know the scorer is the one person who writes those time as soon as wicket falls. And as soon as the new batter takes the crease, we have the timing there in a score sheet. But what are the official situations? Do we have it? 
in this one i will say they might have uh, replayed the recording tape to see how much it took time from last wicket fall to this uh, next batsman ready to take so there's a, like lot of things are happening controversial but i believe and i will not be surprised that within few months this time out will be either changed or maybe removed Right. Especially okay. for the T20 and T50 games. All right. Thank you so much for that, Coach. All right, let's move uh, on to another topic. Coach, most ICC tournaments appears to have 15-player squads. In view of the frequent requests during this World Cup to have special permission from the ICC to replace injured and sick players, is it not time to increase the squad numbers from 15 upwards to maybe 20 or 25? What do you say? They need to. They have the process to pick up the 30 people, then they come down to, I think, 23, then you come down to 18, then you come down to 15 plus standby or 14 plus 3 standby, something like that. But in my opinion, the way the game is growing up, and the number of games these uh, players are playing in terms of the workload, they need to increase the roster. That also gives the opportunity for at least two to three more players to be on the bench during the game. That's a positive side. Number two, instead of wasting this time about figuring out these uh, injury situations and go for the approval process for the replacement, and the replacement player has to travel. This is a time-consuming. And in my opinion, they need to go with a lot of other games where they have the bigger roster. Like, for example, uh, soccer, you have 17, 18-player roster. But during the game, you are only giving them the 14, and those are the only 14 will be in action because you are only allowed three subs, and no one can re-enter. But in other words, they can pick up any 14 out of 17 or 18. That's a beauty. And I think cricket need mm-hmm. to go that direction. They need to go maybe about 18, especially in a world event. Keep the 18 players in the squad. And uh, then on the game day, they have to declare, uh, let's say, 14. Who will be active player for today? That includes uh, who is the 12th man as well as if something happens, like a concussion replacement or rejected player or something, who will be the substitute? It's not from 18. It's supposed to be from the 14 roster, which is modified on the game day. Thank you, Coach. Um, any questions from any other panelists? Yes, yeah, I, I just, just want to make a comment. Okay. okay. I think I have a little feedback. Let me just take care of that. Yeah, uh, the feedback, I say, in light of the, the the enormous amount of persons who have attended the World Cup in India, I understand they, support, they surpass the one million um, spectators who have entered the gate. And the restriction, I believe, must have been from, from the lack of funds. Now, from those situations, they obviously could have enough money to have the because the cost is being covered by the, the ICC for the players that are being brought to the World Cup. So it's, they'll have enough funds to at least increase that. So that's, 
That's my point. It's not a question, just a comment. Okay. All right. No well, on that, on that first one, I can give a little bit insight here. Number one, mm. you are playing in a heavily populated country. Their population is, you can combine entire cricket world, all those 104 or 114 countries you have membership, you combine the population. I think mm-hmm. India still has a more population than you combine all the rest of the world, right? Number two, they have a couple of stadiums which is a huge capacity, like Ahmedabad, mm-hmm. 135. You just play three games and you got half million fans right there who enter the stadium. Mm-hmm. Then you go Calcutta, another 100,000. If you play three games over there, it's almost three-quarter million uh, fans entered in the stadium right away, in just two stadiums. So this is a fan part when they say record, I will say is absolutely no point to compare. Yes, there is a landmark. You got first time one million fans came to the, watch the game. That is okay. But do not compare with the past. In the past, we don't have population. We don't have this strength of stadium, and the World Cup did not play of this caliber in India. They played in 2011, but in 2011, mm-hmm. same Ahmedabad Stadium was limited to 60,000 capacity. Okay. So there's a lot of things out there, a lot of things out there when you're putting this number. It, it, it is not because of the gauge. It is the grown-up population, increased mm-hmm. number of population, building up the mm-hmm. large stadium, that is what it brings this new number. Mm-hmm. But, but, okay. but as a result of that, I'm saying they should have enough money now to at least assist with bringing more than the regular 15-member squad. They could increase yes, it. Yes, that is because true. They because the they, if they, yeah, so they need to keep exciting, and it's always in any sport, the two factors are more important to make it popular. We call it the participation engagement. Both need to be upscale, means need to be increased. So over here, you already got the fans is growing up, increased number, we can see that. They clearly told like one million first time. So now we need to increase the participation, which is the players, to make it more people. Sure. Okay. All right. Coach, in this World Cup, and T20s and ODIs, we have seen that the DRS system, that's the digital review system, have made the decision that is referred to as umpire's call, when clearly the decision does not agree with what spectators looking at the screen uh, is seeing. Can you explain what exactly what this umpire's call means to the spectators? It is definitely confusing, and I think I'm talking the same thing for last four or five years. The fans in the stadium are lost. When you say umpire's call, they are just like, umpire made the call, you did not like it, so you're going for review, and after reviewing, there's a third smart gentleman telling you, go back to the field, it's umpire call. So what's the point of this appeal business here? To me, I understand the language. When they say umpire's call means the third umpire has reviewed the situation and they do agree with the on-field umpire. That is the statement. But for the fans, it does not make sense because the language is used. So over here, 
they could have stayed out as a third empire. Can you make the one statement whether it's out or not out? Done. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you, Coach. Any, Any questions? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, like a, let, let's say, let's say one simple example. Empire give you LBW not out. Okay, I got it. Mm -hmm. Now yeah. you're reviewing, and after the review, when you say this confusing statement, Empire call does not make sense to me. Instead of they should have said, okay, we reviewed, and my result is not out. Everyone can be happy. It's the same statement you're making. But the word you're saying, empire call, and I agree with the empire's call, is a two different things. Yes. Yes. Fine. Uh, question, uh, Leon? I thought I heard you ask. Yeah, I, I myself am confused. As far as I'm concerned, if a ball should have, would have hit the, the stump and the umpire, it's umpire call because all of the ball has not hit the stump. I, I don't agree with it. When once the ball hits the stump, you're out. You know, but sometimes I, I'm, I'm at variance with the, the trajectory of the ball. Sometimes with a naked eye, that ball looks like, say, you're going to go over the stump. Sometimes you're going to go wide. And when the camera brings it in or whatever they used to, to give the direction, it's hitting middle stump, it's hitting ball, the top of the stumps or so. So I, I find it very hard to understand why they they have to go to all these technology. And if the ball hits the stump, you're out. And if you would have hit the stump, you're out. But sometimes the trajectory does not meet the satisfaction of the, the, the general public. I don't know if you see that way. Well, there is a two things here. Technology is helping, but I think the technology needs a lot of improvement in terms of the ball hitting stumps or not. That's one thing for sure, because at this point, we have plenty of decisions. When they saw on the TV or display, fans and viewers may not agree. And that is the huge mess going on, and they have to work around that situation. Number two, we all know that, especially in West Indies, when the ballers are bowling really quick, even the ball passes by, closer to stump, like a whisper speed. And because of that whisper, a uh, little bit of impact of the, let's say, shake up, bells falls off, and you're still giving them the out. So over here, if the ball is touches even lightly to the stump, it should be out. But unfortunately, we can see plenty of time. Even the half of the ball is hitting the stump. This is empire call and uh, they do not uh, agree. So that, that's nice to be more clearance done. But on the same side, uh, we had a lot of discussion. And I will say, especially in T20 and upcoming T10, they need to eliminate the LBW. Mm. That can solve all problems. Uh, interesting. Very mm -hmm. interesting. Um, Leon, um, do we know if uh, Virgil? Virgil has a question. Virgil, yeah, he said he's going to listen until 7, but anyway, I'll bring him in. Okay. He has a question. Go ahead. Yes, Virgil? yes, yes. I need, to make, I need to make a statement to what we're talking about umpire call because, to, as I said, umpire can, it's not going to say umpire can cheat. Umpire can cheat if they want to because if it says five out, LBW, I get five out. If the clipping, I get my five wicket. 
you don't get your five wickets. Okay? <laughs> but people will confuse when you said umpire call. Because when you said, when the ball hit the stump, a quarter inch hit the stump, and the umpire said out, that means you're out. If the umpire said not out, you're not out, and they said umpire call. Which, as Mr. Patel was saying, they should not use the word umpire call. If it's out, you go, and if the umpire said not out, it's not out. Because when you, when you said umpire call, and people see that it hit the stump, a lot of people that even trying to learn the game get totally, totally confused. Because they use the word umpire call, so whatever the umpire said, it must go or less. It hit the, the stump more than 50% or something like that. You know, so the umpire call business need to really get, if you're going to use technology, because we sometimes said with the naked eyes that we saw the ball was going down the leg side. But you know, as I said, eyewitness is one of the, probably one of the worst things that people see things that is not there. So the technology is good for what they're doing. But most of the time when we said, even you ever watch sometime in casino, they will show you, you sit down here, another person sit across here, and this person will pick some of your chip and you don't know. And for you to see is when they slow the camera down and show you, but for your naked eye with a pass, they say, you don't see when it happens. So our eyes does not really see. So for the, the technology we have, I'm 100% behind it, but the umpire call business has to go. If it's hitting, clipping or what, you're out or not out, that's the way it should go. So people will more understand the game than get people confused with it. So I totally agree with that. Thank you. And I agree too. I agree too. I will say either you stick with this technology or you stick with the empire. Don't mix it up both. You making empire call, then technology reviews and come back and says empire call. It does not make sense to anybody. Period. Number two, we had a very similar situation about the soft signal. What was the soft signal was? These two field empires discussed the situation and before they go for the review, they're telling this third empire what they think what their decision on field about the review. And then this third empire will leave, uh, review the whole thing and they are keeping in mind what the on-field empire has signaled to them. Now, it, it does not make sense to me. If it is going for the technology, learn from the soccer, football, basketball, and many other games. If it is under the review, they do not care what the on-field empire has made a call. The review system itself declares their own decision and the on-field official referee or empire come to the floor and they openly say, okay, after reviewing the this, this is my call and we are resetting time if it is needed and we are moving forward. Done. Thank you. Thank you, Coach. Now, Coach, in the same vein, I know that each team is allowed a, min a maximum, I think, of three reviews. Is there a need to increase the numbers of reviews available to each team and, of course, the umpires as well? Now, again, this can go back. We talk about this thing, about that uh, uh, super player situation, impact player, right? We, we discussed this thing when the IPL was ended last season. In my opinion, 
the impact players need to be allowed twice, once during the fielding and once during the batting. So you can have a balanced opportunity. And you give the same thing to the other team. We are not giving one team this advantage, same thing. So over here, it is a very same situation that they need to increase this review, which they already have it, actually. If you look at it, whether you are batting or fielding, you have the two reviews. Means during the entire game, you have total four reviews. So in my opinion, in the T20, they can leave two reviews. 50 or game, they may need to increase to the three or four per inning. Well, what about the umpires? I mean, are the umpires restricted as to number of um, reviews they can request? They don't have it, and that is the biggest uh, challenge and a problem, too, because it uh, depends on the umpire and depends on their mood, they can go for review. And that, that, that is uh, like a situation they need to get rid of it. Empire, uh, like, uh, it should not be in their option. It's supposed to be the team's option. Because mm-hmm. what happens if you have the biased empire or empire is uh, making decision, like we have very recently one of the game, empire did not give a white. How nice is that? Mm. All right. Coach, one World Cup commentator recently said that Australian spinner Adam Zampa is the best spin bowler in the world. Do you agree with this statement and would you feel comfortable sharing with us your thoughts on the best spinner in the world currently? There are too many contenders right now. And definitely when it comes to the right-arm leg speed, you have Rashid Khan from Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And then you take it, uh, this Zampa. And the third baller, I think, is uh, from uh, Adil Rashid from that uh, England. Mm-hmm. And out of that, looking at the age uh, performance, and the ability to bring the variation, definitely Zampa is ahead of it. Because compared to those other two senior ballers in terms of the age and experience, right? But at the same time, it is too early to say someone. Yes, in current situation, he is the best right-arm leggy out there. But down the road, we have to see if he can become a San Juan or able to break the record of San Juan. That kind of thing. Like India, when Tendulkar retired, we were knowing that there's a couple of guys behind him or the couple of youngsters who started with him, that includes the Virat Kohli, that someone will compare his records and one day the records will be fallen. And that is the strength they carry. So in terms of this Australia, now when commentator says he's a bus, okay, we've got to believe it because the commentator is saying something, what he sees, but at the end of the day, numbers don't lie, and we better wait for the performance. Give them some time, and then compare with the other legends. Dennis? Yes, go ahead, Leon. Yeah, coach, many, many countries don't recognize Muralee as the, he has the most wickets 
in the world of 800, I think. But some will say King One is. Of course, you can go back to Jim Lakan and Tony Locke and these guys, and maybe Gibbs. Also, just to bring just to name a few. But what are your thoughts? Do you think he was legit? Well, the thing okay, is, man. this is another this is another concern when these people are comparing records, right? This, uh, especially to me, I do not agree about this. What records they're talking? I can tell you why. Very recently, in the last two cycles, we have seen how that uh, World Test Championship Series was initially uh, started calculating points based on number of winnings in a Test Series, something like that, right? And after that uh, halfway season, they changed that formula to the other way. It relies on the percentage of the winning the test, right? It's not about series wins, and that changed. So I'm coming straight to your point. If you have to compare Jim Laker and Malcolm Marshall and the current any fastballer, let's say Sahin Afridi, there is absolutely nonsense to compare because these are the three different ballers coming from three different era, three different time of game format. And in all these three players' career, the number of teams were different, right? Jim Laker had a less number of teams. Malcolm mm-hmm. Marshall has a moderate. Now this sign of Reedy has a 12 or 14 team. So these things are like completely different in terms of just counting number of wickets. In my opinion, these numbers need to be counted based on how many years they played, how many uh, number of games they played, and how many wickets they took, some sort of percentage. And that is can tell how effective this baller was during his career, instead of counting just number of wickets. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you there, Coach. Um, Coach, we're still on the topic of the uh, World Cup. England and Pakistan failed to advance in this World Cup. Can these performances of failure be due to simple bad luck or other causes? What do you think? It is not they messed up a little bit on preparation and things did not go as expected. That includes the some players who brought into the squad and some player has injuries and that sort of things. And that is need to be go back. Again, if you look at the England, how they won the World Cup, uh, last World Cup, is because their preparation after 2012 or something, England made a lot of uh, changes, okay, yeah. including okay. in that infrastructure. And that is what they improved to make this championship team. But after that championship team and the corona situation, now they are back to scratch and they have to start uh, right from the empty chalkboard now. Sri Lanka did the same thing. They were one point uh, down. They were rebuilding the new team. They won even Asia Cup by beating uh, India and uh, Pakistan both. And all of a sudden, in the last three years, now we can see the downfall. His downfall, if you look at the statement from the legend Jai Vardana, he clearly says we need to change our pitches in Sri Lanka. So this infrastructure and local tournament and how you groom those players becomes more important. 
it is not about the world events and how you come and uh, uh, take care of your action plan it's all about how you prepare over the years before you got to the world stage and that is what pakistan and england both failed their failure pakistan has a good team lot of potential but unfortunately their preparation went down and uh, because of their uh, i will say not a bad planning but the planning did not go well to their expectation and because of that when they lose couple of uh, injured players and now when you have these uh, moral down because you lose these one or two games badly this team is suffering from there and in this world cup you cannot uh, stay relaxed because we have seen even until uh, last three days left we had about uh, six or seven teams was in uh, mathematically condition that they can make semi finals but then the teams who are performing on consistent basis like australia new zealand south africa india you cannot uh, beat them because you have to do day in and day out you cannot come out with the random performances mm-hmm. all right thank you coach i see we've been joined by oddly i'm wondering if he has any question for the coach on the topics we've discussed so far are you muted okay gentlemen good evening to you good evening my fellow panelists good afternoon good morning good evening to you all no mm-hmm. uh just joining of course so i'm um, i content to listen all right thank you um coach um, recently and i'm just switching uh gears right now recently west indian player ramon reefer he was barred from bowling a slower ball and a cutter delivery he was not prevented from bowling apparently just from bowling those two particular deliveries can you explain to our listeners what exactly is going on there the most likely in a cricket world if the bowler is being asked to stop or not to bowl or discontinue bowl only two reasons the first is a rare if the bowler is not able to control the ball and becomes a dangerous deliveries which is the full tosses to the chest highs or uncontrolled uh, deliveries like that and in the other one is their technical action that includes their elbow angle and how they release the ball if it is a chucking if they saw a little bit of throwing a technique in wall or if the elbow is going beyond that uh, allowed angle or something they usually ask for and it is not something new we have plenty of players has been forced to go through that remedies it's not about a lifetime discontinuation of the bowler from bowling but the suspected action need to be improved so what the process is they usually suspend you from bowling or suspend you from certain type of ball and they strictly restricted means the empire and uh, match referee everyone will be looking at it if you have suspected action to certain delivery if you try to bowl them they will call it for no ball but at the same time you have to go through the remedies means you have to work with the uh, specially assigned task force 
very hard to prove it because that is the point where usually work with the ballers to improve their balling to make sure they ball as per the laws. The, the technical part is usually comes on research basis. They also works on the biomechanics number two. And the third thing is once they improve, they have to go through that test to make sure the whatever the improvement the baller has uh, reached is need to be acceptable to the laws as well as the technical part of the bowling. So anyone is uh, suspected or stop being bowling is not a concern. It does happen, but usually happens to the good baller as well as the part-time ballers. It can be anybody. Okay, coach. Um, Leon, any questions? No. no okay. Point. Coach, about a year ago, West Indian test player John Campbell was suspended from cricket for failure to respond to substance abuse check per local or ICC rule. Is substance abuse check routinely made in cricket as in other Olympic athlete, athletics? I don't know that about the cricket. Cricket does a random testing. There is no specific testing or routine testing. It's a random testing. And when they ask for you how to uh, fit their agenda, means you must follow the regulation and guidelines for the test, right? Olympic is other way. Every athlete is normally tested during the Olympic events. Means if there is any drug abuse, you will not be able to take the field and perform. Not only that, Olympic is a more strict than any other sports. Even someone found guilty because of the any violation, drug-related, later on, they can take your award back. Cricket don't have that strategy yet. And I believe once we have the Olympic sport as a cricket, and uh, I will say in my opinion, these all players need to be tested especially for the world event, if they are playing ODI or T20, I will say everyone must go through the drug test as a mandatory. Okay. Any questions, Leon, Audley, Virgil? No? No question for me. No question. Right. Nope. Right. Well, coach, we are now at the end of the World Cup. Um, well, I say we're at the closing end of the World Cup. Hmm. We're about to undergo the semifinal matches. You know, four teams. India will be playing New Zealand and Australia and South Africa. Can you give us your insight onto what you think, how you think these matches may finally be resolved, these uh, four, four semifinal, these two semifinal matches? Well, India is about to play New Zealand in uh, Mumbai, which is a kind of favorite ground for India. But at the same time, India is carrying that moment of uh, winning almost every game in this World Cup. And they are going to face New Zealand second time. They already have beat the New Zealand in a regular round. So they are a bit. And I will not be surprised if India can carry on uh, the winning streak as well as they can go unchanged. Even in this last game, they did not change any single player because they want to keep that chemistry going on 
with the same 11 players are competing except that first game when the swing was played and one of the two two players did not involve but since then they are not changing anything there is a drama will come down to the australia versus south africa it should be the calcutta the ground is only take the spinning later on during the inning and i will say whoever is a uh, batting second will have the difficult time to chase same thing in Mumbai. If you are batting first, you have advantage. So we, we have to see how it unfolds. But to me, I will say it's all about how your team does on a particular day. And the biggest thing on the game day, some of them has to come forward and take over that team's responsibility. If the one man can do the really good work on that particular day, you can win the game. And that is what we've seen when the Glenn Maxwell took that uh, double century against Afghanistan. And that's the beauty about this game. All it takes is the one day. Hmm. Okay, Coach. We thank you so much for your time spent with us. You know, thank you for your insights. We want to thank you for your knowledge and experience. And we invite you to join us again next week at the same time right here on the cricket show there is no doubt that coach patel have answers to the questions you have been asking the question that says how did he do that or why did he do that maybe you will say i am going to do that next time once again thank you so much coach and we look forward to um, uh, your visit next week and of course later on in the program broadcast we hope you'll be able to come back and join us for the rest of the program. Thank you and good night, Coach. Thank you all. Thank you. I'll be coming back tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Dennis, and thank you, Coach. Now we're going to call an Audley. Audley, come on in. You want to hear the music first, or you want to you? No, you want I'm to do the inside in, inside edge. Yeah, first. inside edge. That's right. Mm. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, the inside edge for today. Since um, the first Test match was played back in 1877. And March in Australia. Um, there has been 17 centuries completed on the player's birthday. Well, you know, later we, got the, we had the addition of the um, ODIs and then T20s. So in all, there has been 17 centuries scored by players on their birthday. And the more recent, of course, Zero Coley. We, we remember that one. But the first man to do so was Patsy Hendren from England, and he did it against the West Indies in 1930. 205 not out. And not only is he the first, but he's the oldest person to do so. He was age 41, and his 41st birthday, he scored 205 not out, and also the highest score um, by a, a cricketer on their his, on his birthday. And the youngest one to do so is Vinod Kamli from India. He scored exactly 100 on his 21st birthday, and that was 1993 against England. And by the way, one West Indian is right in the mix of it. One, one, one. He scored 115 for the West Indies against India on his 26th birthday. 
So there we got it. The inside. No, we know. For you. Mm-hmm. No, you know. Thank you. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy Okay, ladies and gentlemen, with the sound of the happy birthday song in the background, it's saying it's time for the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. It is a time of the evening when we take a look in the cricket and fraternity and we say happy birthday, happy anniversary, and it's a time when you also can call in, and it's 515-605-9850. 515-605-9850. And as we go along, of course, um, uh, the occasional footnotes. Um, just before we get into the cricketer's birthday, until, let's just take a quick look at some other people that are celebrating birthday today, celebrities like Elizabeth Stanton, U.S. abolitionist and woman rights um, activist. She was born way back in 1815. And we have Kim Yat-sin, Chinese revolutionary leader and later become the father of, China, of modern China. We have Harry Blacknum, lawyer and the 100th Supreme Court Justice. And he ordered the opinion in Roe versus Wade back in 1973. He was the 100th Justice of the Supreme Court. Grace Kelly, American actress, later became Princess Grace after she got married to the uh, prince in, in Monaco. She was later known as Princess Grace Kelly. Jalal uh, Talabani, uh, former president of Iraq, right? He was president of Iraq from 2005 until 2014. He later died 2015. A very infamous name that everybody would remember, Charles Manson. Yeah, the cult leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Manson family, yes. Remember, he killed, um, they, they ordered the killing of actress Sharon Tate. Remember, one of those girls, Van Rinkle, was one of his members. Right, so he was born back in 1934. Ali Michaels, American sportscaster, American football, he's 79 today. President of Iran, for, as of 2013, he's presently the president. He's Hassan. Rahani, he is 75 years old today. And remember Michael Moore? Michael Moore, the boxer, he, is the, he was the first southpaw or left-handed, if you want to say, to, be, to win the heavyweight boxing crown. And uh, he fought a guy who was 45 years old, a guy by the name of George Foreman. Yes, and George Foreman knocked out the 26-year-old champion to become the oldest heavyweight boxing champion, with the oldest one to win the crown at 45 years old. And then by doing that, he beat, um, uh, for the, the name of the other guy, you know, when he beat Ezra Charles to Jersey Joe Walcott. He, the oldest then, was 37 years old. And we have 
the name that is synonymous with um, with baseball, Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa is 55 years old today. And another infamous name, Tanya Harding. You remember Tanya Harding, the figure skater? Yes. Who um, hired yeah. a hitman to uh, actually took out to her uh, opponent, one of her um, yeah. rivals, uh, as you say, one of her rivals, mm-hmm. Nancy Kerrigan. Yes, uh, Tanya Harding is 53 years old today. And uh, wow. to Nancy Kerrigan's credit, uh, she recovered enough and she got a silver medal in that in that tournament. Of course, uh, Harding was suspended. Okay, so here we go now. We have um, cricket. One more before the cricket. Russell Russell Westbrook, basketball player. He turns 36 mm-hmm. years old today. Not too young again. 36. Okay, so we have cricket. Devon Thomas out of Antigua, Barbuda, and Kevin Stout from Barbados. Shaquille Ahmed Jr. and Shabat Kibar, Pakistani. We have Shabat Reddy, Baharat Reddy from India. Christine Pike from Australia, along with Wendy Mayer and Henry Dunham. Abigail Freeborn from England. Ryan Watson from Scotland. Dudley Norse and Sheena Devindrain, female cricketer out of South Africa. And we have Valid Vestel from Qatar. And Gotrip Singh from Italy. For the 13th, Jimmy Kimball from Jimmy Kimball Live, uh, ABC. And uh, we have Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg will turn 67 tomorrow. Lloyd and Keith Heath. Uh, Mr. Dennis Heath know about that one. Uh, wow. All right. Yes, brothers. Uh, we have Stafford Young. Remember Stafford? The late. Mm. Yeah, the late Stafford Young. Yeah, tomorrow he would have been celebrating under the birthday, but he was one of those people that were brutally taken away by the COVID-19. And Mr. Ramnarain Sambrat um, will be celebrating a birthday tomorrow. The author for the cricket book. Actually, I spoke with him today and. and uh, he said he, he hasn't been doing very well for the past year and a half, as a matter of fact. And, but he's doing much better these days. But he went through a whole lot. But he's recovering. Okay. So, cricket, we have James Nilbet. Nilbet and we have Clive, uh, from Guyana and Clive Cumberbatch, umpire from Trinidad and Tobago. Jack Brickenshaw and Kenneth Sutterworth from England. Per McDonald and Janice Parker from Australia. Shamika Bandara from Sri Lanka. We have Helmaine Rambaldo, female cricketer out of the Netherlands. And we have Amudal Hassan Joy from Bangladesh. We have Pia Nisbeth. Miss Murphy should know about that one. Pia Nisbeth celebrating a birthday. King Charles III from, you know, King Charles, he'll be celebrating. He's also he was born back in 1948. And the former Secretary of State, Condoleezza Rice, yes, um, she will be celebrating her birthday also. She was born back in 1954. 
my grand nephew Greg Knight uh, up there in Connecticut. He will be celebrating on the 14th also. He's married to my niece Tanisha. Um, back to cricket, Alan Hill, Howard Harwood, and Alan Moss, all from England. Adam Gilchrist from Australia. And we have Jack the Priest from South Africa. Bredal Patel out of Kenya. And um, we go to the 15th. Darren Smith, Virgil's grandson. Yeah, yes, Virgil, I remind you. And um, yes. And we have back to cricket. Tui Dempster from New Zealand, Graham Aldridge, Henry Michael Nichols, and Shane O'Connor, all from New Zealand. Peter Martin, John Hartley, and Josh Tong, all from England. Levona Lewis, and Anmel Mini, female cricketers from Australia. Dave Joseph from Antigua, Barbuda, Ryan Austin from Barbados, Johnny Gale, umpire out of Jamaica. Zahid Ahmed from Pakistan, Mary McDonald's, McDonough from female cricket from Australia. Uh, Matarap Mabin, female cricketer from India, and Callum McLeod from Scotland. Then we have the 16th of November, Norris Weir um, from uh, the Jamaican groups that's called the Jamaicans. Some years ago, they won the, the Baba Boom song, the festival song out of Jamaica. He died. He later was converted to Christianity. He became a bishop, and he went to the hospital, I think, suffered some blood clot, and uh, he died in Florida back in on this day, 16th of November, 2018. So it's been five years. One of my good friends, Perry Gooden, He's celebrating another church sister, Hortense Morgan. She's celebrating also uh, on the 16th. And Bert Cameron, former Jamaican athlete. Of course, he was kingpin over the 400 meters back in those days. Won Olympic gold, uh, world championship gold. Uh, he'll be celebrating on that day also. Amit Jagannath from Trinidad and Tobago. And Jonathan Carter from Barbados. Wakar Yunis from Pakistan, Charlie Turn and Christine White from Australia, James Southern and Chris Bolliston from England, Ibo Epsom Adam from Zimbabwe, David O'Sullivan from New Zealand, Eddie from South Africa along with Graham Ford, and fast bowler Mr. Norkey will be celebrating also on the 16th. The Jamaica Reggae Boys qualified for FIFA World Cup in 1997. And, of course, it was held in France in 1998. That's the first and only time the Reggae Boys has qualified for the FIFA World Cup finals. And, of course, the girls, the Reggae Girls, did it on two occasions. For the 17th, we have Jason Martin, Reverend Jason Martin, colleague from way back in Jamaica making waves these days. And um, back to create Arthur Sipperfield, the first player to make 99 debut in test. Yeah, he got out for 99 on his debut. Oh, ah. Colin McDonald and Aaron Finch, also from Australia. Yusuf Fasan from India. Stanley De Silva from 
Sri Lanka along Russian Silva, Bert Shutley from New Zealand, Amanda Sutton from England, Mandy Yashard from South Africa, and finally, for the 18th, Alison Felix, um, super athlete, as in the most decorated athlete in the history of the Olympics. Alison Felix, she will turn 38 on that day. And now, earlier I mentioned Tanisha Knight, um, uh, who was married to Greg the Knight. Now, the 18th will be her birthday. So, happy birthday to you, Tanisha, when it comes. And we have George Wood and John Hawks from England, Una Pasley from Australia, Rajinda Pal from India, Evan Gray from New Zealand, Vic Potash, Potash from South Africa, Anthony Martin out of Antigua Barbuda, Dennis Shaldamal from Sri Lanka. And that's what I have here for Elian. I'll come up with Elian. Yeah, thank you so much, Audley. Donna, come on in, Donna. You have a lot of birthdays. An anniversary to celebrate. Come on in, Donna. So, yes, I have a few this week. Yes, I, I just believe so. Go I have ahead. a nephew, Sadie Moore, who will be celebrating tomorrow the 30th. I have an uncle over in St. Kitts. He will be celebrating on the 14th. And I have two name. What What's the name of the uncle? What's the name of the uncle? Uncle. Wilmot Brown. Wilmot okay. Brown. Yeah. Okay. Then on the 16th, my little niece over here in Florida, her name is Kamaya. She will be celebrating on the 16th. She'll be making six. And I have an auntie over in Jenkins as well, who's going to be celebrating 90 years. Wow. Like, wow. What's your name, Donna? Her name is Orita Hanley. Orita. Okay. So, the planning of Grand Sea, sorry I can't be there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now she's, like, no, she's, no, she's a Nino Janere. Yes. Orita <laughs> Hanley. Tyson, come on in. <laughs> right. Thank you, no, Donna I got, no, no, I haven't got any birthdays this week or anything. Not this week. You have a birthday every, every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> every day is my birthday, yes. Okay. How about um, you? Can... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, Audrey. No, it's gonna bring no, you. I was just gonna ask Dan, Dan if you know any any Homer or Howard Brown. Howard. Mistress. Oh. I don't Homer. know Howard or Homer Brown. Homer. The wife Homer? of some. Yeah, yeah. Homer or Howard? I'm not quite sure. I scratched something there, and, and I'm not. No, Homer I, Brown. I, I didn't get that, so that's why I, I try to uh, get you to help me out here, if if you know. I don't know if the wife, if it's the wife of Dr. Brown or, or somebody. Uh, you, you can check that out. I will check it out and, and let me know, please. Oh, she's Howard. 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 Howard Brown. Howard, yeah. I'm not sure when it's the birthday, though. I think it's sometime. Yeah, I, have to, I, have the, I have the birthday, but I'm also the wife of Dr. Brown. Yeah, Howard. 
Oh, okay. Well, yeah, well, that's her birthday, then, the 15th of November. Okay. Okay, so put that on your diary, too. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Hyacinth? No, not yeah. you, Hyacinth? No. Okay, Bracho, come on in. Yeah. Um. Well, thank you for reminding me, Audley, man. I'm so disappointed in myself <laughs> about my grandson's birthday. But first, let me say a happy birth, happy belated birthday to Ewart Piper from the beautiful village of Inglaterra in Antigua. Uh, he celebrated his birthday on the 9th of this month. Happy, happy birthday mm. to him. And also, Piper. my my first grandson, um, it's on the 15th. And I'm looking for the number, the, the website to send to him because I want him to hear it, but I could not find it at the same time. So I hope next week I can give him a belated birthday. But my grandson, Darian Jr., just want to tell him a happy, happy birthday, which he lost his grandmother like on his dad's birthday, which is the 29th of last month. Wow. And I just want to wish him all the best on his birthday and many, many more to come. And I love him. Love you, love you, love you out of this world, bro. Enjoy your birthday, mm-hmm. Winnicott. Thank you very much. Uh, well, is anybody else? Okay, I, I don't have a birthday, but just want to just thank everybody for coming on. Anyone else? And Dennis, do you have a birthday? Right. or? Yes, Audley mentioned it earlier on in the broadcast, my brother Lloyd from London. It's his birthday on mm, the right from London. That's tomorrow. Mm. Anyone else? It, it, it's, it's already but, tomorrow in London, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come to think of it. Thank you. Yeah, he, he started the heat of the place. I have a song, Audley. If you want me to go first or you want to come for First. No, no, you finish. You finish it. You go ahead. Yeah, I, I don't have a birthday per se. I want to play a song. You know, I usually do. Uh, fine. Oh, oh, okay, so if you're going to play a song, oh. let me just go over, go over mind here. Um, we remember Stafford again, Stafford Young, uh, who was yeah. with us um, oftentimes. Tomorrow, of course, he, he would have been celebrating another birthday. And Mr. Ramnarine, they wanted the cricket book, as I mentioned before. He, yeah. Um, yeah, he is recovering. He said, that, you know, I, I I think I called him last year on his birthday, but yeah. I, I don't think I got a reply. But he was telling me that, you know, he was more isolated. So he didn't want to talk to anyone and stuff like that. But, but thank God he is um, doing much, much better now. Uh, so, so we thank God for that. And Gregory Knight, uh, as I mentioned before, Greg will be 48 come the, um, on Tuesday. Terry Gooden, he, he, he'll, he'll be 54. Um, and Tanisha, I'm not quite sure, Tanisha, she's on, on the 18th. Uh, that's Gregory's wife. And next week also I have my, my other niece. Uh, she'll be celebrating also. My sister, um, my sister, three children, they're all born in, in November. And my, my niece's daughter and also my sister's son, so they're they're all coming up right here in November. So next week we'll I'll give you some more God willing. And okay. my grandson of someone was coming in later now. I think those Thank you. Someone was coming in there? No? I thought I heard somebody coming in. 
Okay, I'm just going to play this song. Ooh. Leon, uh, oh my goodness, Ivor's on the Ivor's on the board. Does he have a birthday? Okay, let me see. Yeah, bring him in. Bring him in. Bring him in. Okay, Ivor, come on in. Come on in, Ivor. Yeah, good evening, gentlemen. Just want to say a happy birthday to my favorite sister-in-law, Miss Howard Boma. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, a boomer? Yes, okay. But it's Um, Tomorrow also. Mm-hmm. I just want to say happy birthday. And for those vets, we have to remember them. Yesterday we celebrated yes. them. We're going to keep on celebrating for the rest of the month. The birthday is right. I think Dr. Anyone Rogers else? Should be, Anyone? Should be, on some place, I think. Okay, let me look and see if he's here. I don't see Dr. Brown anyway. I see it. No, I don't see him here. Okay, I'll play a song between, and if uh, when he comes in, I will just break the song. Okay. Um, greatest love of all, I just want to play. I lost it now. Come on, where are you? I want to play Whitney Houston, but uh, never. Okay, let's let's. Oh, okay, let's let's substitute it.
hearing me? You have a 7515 just joined. 7515 just joined. Okay. 
like that. So it was nothing but love from yeah. Leon. One love with Bob Marley and I will always love you. So we have come to the end yes, of this. Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Look, join us next week, God willing. We do it all over again from 7 o'clock. The Walter Henry birthday and the anniversary hour. Back to you, Leon. Okay. Over to um, you, Dennis. Okay. Can I just say something more? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I thought that was Hyacinth singing. If if that was you, Hyacinth, then I'm so impressed with you. But it sounds like you singing. So Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank she's you. Very, she's very good. She is very good. I know that. Very, very good, man. Very. She take after her cousin. <laughs> or the other way around. Good. Yeah, yeah, but I'm older than her. Yeah, all right. we're talking of, about fuel now, folks. Yeah. I know. We figured that. Out. I know. Huh? Yep. Uh-huh. So, yeah, no, thank, yeah, no. thank you all. They've come to the session section of our show where we do the focus on the laws of cricket. Today, laws 13 and 14 presented to us by Hyacinth Christian. Take it okay. away. Okay. Okay. Hello, everyone. Good evening and welcome. Hello. Mm-hmm. Today, we focus on the laws of cricket, laws 13 and 14. We'll just mention the goal of this segment focus on the laws of cricket series is to give a brief overview of the laws. We do not intend here to give a line-by-line statement of each law. And as I said, today's focus is on laws 13 and 14. Law 13, and that is innings. Law 13 clearly states that a cricket match may be won or two innings. However, by agreement between the two sides, the innings may be restricted to a set number of overs to be bowled per side, or limited to a set amount of time. At the club or local level, matches are generally of a fixed number of overs or a single innings. Matches of two innings are usually seen at the professional level, except in certain situations involving the follow-on, an innings forfeiture, I think that's going to come in later, each side will take their innings alternately. However, the first act before a match commences is the coin toss for innings. The coin toss must, by law, be done on the field of play with the two captains or their stand-ins and one umpire. The toss is required at the earliest time of 30 minutes prior to the designated start match time and no later than 15 minutes. The captain of the side winning the toss must notify the opposition and the umpires of his or her decision to bat or take the field first. 
This decision cannot be changed once notified. It is generally accepted that it is completed at the fall of the tenth wicket, when all batters have had their turn to bat. The team is deemed to be all out. If a team does not have a full complement of 11 players, innings will be considered closed or ended. When no additional player is available to participate, however, the captain of the batting side may declare his team's innings closed at any time. Additionally, in matches of two innings per side, a captain may forfeit one of his team's innings. Now, Law 14, the follow-on. The rule for the follow-on is dependent on matches that are two innings duration by agreement. Although it is unusual to have two innings match in one day's play, the rule stipulates that if the side batting first have a lead of a lead in the runs total of 75 runs in the one day match, then the side batting second may be asked to follow on with the second innings at the completion of their first innings. If the match is played over two days, a lead of 100 runs is necessary for the follow-on. And in a match of three or four days, a lead of 150 runs is required to to enforce the follow-on. When the match is of five days or more, the run lead for the follow-on is 200. The opposing captain and the umpires must be told of a decision to apply the follow-on rule. And once made, the decision cannot be changed. Note that for the application of the follow-on rule, the number of days played will only be counted from the day that the first ball is bowled. So, if no play occurs on the first day of the second of the two-day match, the follow-on lead-on is now reduced to the one-day 75 runs instead of the two-day 100 runs target. This is the end of the of a presentation, and thank you for listening. Thanks, Dennis, thank you for too. all this. Thank you. Thank you, too. Very well done. Okay, teacher. Next, uh, of course, uh, extended lesson as we continue each week. Well done. <laughs> thank you. Well done. <laughs> as we say, mm-hmm. this for teacher, we will discuss it later, another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, I, had to look it, I had to look it up, wonder what does that mean? But then I see discussed in another another right. session. 
Thank you so much, Hyacinth, for that. Next week, uh, Donna will make the presentation of laws 15 and 16. So, Donna, you are warned. Thank you. Yes. Again, Thank you. Any, are there any, any, any um, questions or comments? I don't know if someone may have something that they want to share with us. The floor is open. Great. No, I think, as I said, when I was reading it, I wonder, what is this forfeiture? What does it mean? Forfeit, you know. Then I Give think it up. It's, Give up. I think it's going to be discussed in Donna's one. Okay. No, it's going to be discussed here and now. Just right. right now. Oh, is it? Oh, no, okay. yes. <laughs> I, give up. When you give up, yeah. Oh, oh that's you're, it. You're that's, yeah. for, that's what I thought. I thought <laughs> if, they, if, if you do something, do you forfeit the game? I didn't know what it meant. So I just okay. wondered. Yeah, well, just I said it. That they're, they're, they're not going to back to that image. Just, yeah. yeah. Am I on? Yes, yes. Not Leon, sorry, Ivan. Yes, forfeit. Let me tell you what I do at the toss. Okay. You read it and you said the winning captain would tell the, the opposing captain whether they're going to bat or field. Mm-hmm. I always put one more thing in it. What's that? You have that right to forfeit the game. Okay. The law only brings forfeit if you're having the two innings. You can forfeit mm-hmm. your, your your second inning. But I always would say, let the opposing captain know if you're going to bat or field or you can forfeit the game. That's an easy way out for me. Because you forfeit the game, <laughs> game close, we go home, I get paid, so I give you that option. <laughs> now, so you're poor loser <laughs> Okay. Peter, no, Peter. Yeah, yeah you're poor loser yeah, you might very want to mail in the points oh. instead of waste time. Hey, you know, you can look. I encourage it. Um, the second, we okay. always look at the field of play and see them at the middle of the pitch or someplace close to pitch. But here, what it says, it can be on the field of play. So okay. just in case, mm-hmm. what I would have seen on the boundary edge that the toss is being taken, that is. Okay. Okay, and that is legal. Oh, it's been done on the field of play, right? Yeah. On the field of play. Two captains on their standing. Yeah, well, okay. And if you, you might see it on TV, let's use the, the U.S. Open. Because they want the games to to go in accordance with the laws. You said it's rising. People are not reading or listening. No mm-hmm. later than 15 minutes before 15 the start minutes. of the play. Mm-hmm. Or no uh-huh. earth. Many times you would see... While the game is going on, down at the boundary edge, the team that is playing next, they would have a toss. Sometimes the crowd don't see. They're wondering, wait, wait, how we know who is winning? Who won the toss? They didn't go out in the middle. It was done on the field of play, right on the edge there, maybe yep. between and over. Okay. So, <clears throat> a lot of matches, when you're playing two games or three games in the same day, you'll find that that will happen. And speed up procedure. They record it. And you see coming back few minutes before on your television, that's been done before. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Uh, only, not Thank only, you. but Dennis, finish Thank up. You. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Yes, yes, we're, we're pretty much, thank uh, Hyacinth and Juan Donna that it's her turn next Sunday with laws 15 and 16. And we, we, are, we are about uh, one third away, right? Uh, yes. From finishing. Thank you, everyone. Here. Thank you, everyone. Right. Let's go back to our regular scheduled programming. Any co comments? Let's talk about the, the CP 2023, the Super 50, the finals. Well, by now most of you know that the Leewards, they have lost. They came second. They haven't lost, but they came second. Scores, Leeward Islands, 135. Trinidad and Tobago, 141-43. Winner of $100,000 go to Trinidad and Tobago. Who wants to start off first? Um, well, actually, Leon, the winner, uh, the winner Trinidad, and, Trinidad and Tobago took home $150,000. Yes, because they win, yes, in the they, playoffs. They won, the, right. mm. the entire, they won 100000 from the finals. And they won mm -hmm. fifty thousand as a result of being the leading of the all the teams Team. played. They top the, uh, mm -hmm. the uh, they top the league, so they take an extra fifty thousand. So they did walk away nicely with a hundred and fifty thousand. Okay. You want to make your presentation of that, Dennis, as you started. Anything you want to well, say to us well, that we it, we. It was, def it was definitely a very entertaining game. I think of all the CP50 matches that you know, were scheduled for this period of time, I think that this match, the final, was well, well played. Surprisingly, of course, the top batters on the Leeward Island side uh, didn't quite show up. And so the total of the runs scored was uh, for Leeward Island, who won the toss and decided to bat first, was 135, in, which was reduced because of rain to 41.5 overs. And at the uh, Trinidadian side, the Narine, three for 17, and Hines, three for 16. Hossein, uh, also uh, one for 30, and Gabriel, one for 25 really restricted uh, the Leeward Islands. Uh, top batter, Kieran Powell, unfortunately, was only um, able to contribute eight. And Hamilton, 62, uh, Walsh, 20, and Carty, 12. Trinidad and Tobago had excellent um, contributions from Darren Bravo, 40 runs he scored in very polished innings. And Nicholas Poran, who chose, who scored 39 runs in about 20 balls, uh, restricting his innings to uh, sixes and fours. And De Silva playing an innings. I, first time I've seen De Silva played an aggressive innings. He scored 28 in very, very short period of time. Courtney Wall, not Courtney Walsh, I'm sorry. Aiden Walsh Jr. took two wickets for 19, and he was top joint top wicket taker in that tournament, along with uh, Narine, who both took uh, 
20, 20 wickets total for the 20 years. And mm -hmm. uh, Trinidad and Tobago won this match because Douglas Lewis rules or applied due to a rain interruption. Trinidad won by seven wickets in 23 overs. In, very, in 23 overs. They had 41 overs in which to do it. They did it in 23. The most runs on that, on this entire tournament, was uh, 416 from Darren Bravo and uh, Greaves from the Leeward Islands, 403. Uh, Otley from Trinidad, 317. Hamilton from the Leeward Islands, 297. And uh, Rutherford from Guyana, 278. And the most sixes came from um, Kieran Powell of Leeward, 13. Bravo, Darren, 12. Elaine, 12. Mayors, Carl Mayors, 11. Uh, the best individual score in the match, Bravo, he scored the best individual score. 16. And that, sorry, how much? How many? Bravo has 416 runs, right? 416. Okay. I can give you the, the ranking, but I can't give you the scores. Otley was second. Oh, okay. Uh, McCaskey was third. Greaves was fourth. And Carl Mayers was at five. And, of course, the bowling. The uh, best figures were 7 for 29 from uh, Durham, Leeward Island. Moti, 5 for 17 from Guyana. Yannick Karaya, 5 for 34 from Trinidad. Uh, Smith, KJ Smith, Barbados, 5 for 43. Courtney, I'm um, saying Courtney, my apologies. Hayden Walsh, Leeward, 5 for 48. Um, quite frankly, two things took out me, Leon, on, on this. Uh, CP50, although the early matches were somewhat dull, but the overall takeaway for me is the performance we see from Darren Bravo, and it makes me wonder if we will probably see Darren Bravo being selected for future West Indies match. And uh, Hayden Walsh Jr., again, has shown with some very classy bowling why he should be on West Indies teams for whichever format you're playing. He is a bowler, a fielder, and he doesn't, and he has the ability to bat. So those are the two things that struck me for this entire series, and I hope that the West Indies selectors uh, were really paying attention. And that's how I see and sum up the CP50 that uh, just finished the Leon. Back to you. Dennis, just check to see. Isn't it 43 overs that were allotted for the duration um, of the match? Check to I see, because I have 43. But yes, but because of the rain interruptions, I think that 43 was where um, Leeward Island was all out. But because of the rain interruption no. after that... No, they batted for 41.5. Of the 43, that's what I have. I don't know if anybody's have different. But let's hear from Virgil. Virgil, your turn. Yeah, I, 
I I haven't seen the match. I was trying to get some way to watch the games in them, but I never get a chance um, to watch the game. Oh, so, um, yeah, I said nothing much, but at least the Trinidad with congratulations to them um, for winning the Super 50. Um, that's all I can say. I, I don't know. I only can hear the result from you guys. Correction, Leon. Okay, yeah. You're right. 43 overs. The game was reduced to 43 overs each. And Leeward Island yeah. batted for 41.5 of those uh, 43 overs. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. let, let's hear from, from Virgil. No, no, Ivor. Mm. Ivor, you? Yes. Yes. Um, well, congratulations to Trinidad and Tobago for winning. And I'm going to join with um, Dennis. And I said it before, West Indies don't have the luxury to be discarding players, especially in the 30s. Darwin Bravo, in the 30s, we said at the beginning of this match that Bravo would have been there with Coley, Root, Williamson, and the like, and he should have been there representing West Indies in that form because all of them were there playing from the under-19 together. I don't think that Darwin Bravo is mm-hmm. I thought he would have gotten carried away, got too big for his butchers, and somebody should have taken him under his wings to let him know there's still use for him. I don't want to say where he came from or who he followed in Trinidad, but that's a player who should have been looked after mentally. I still think he has the ability to play for West Indies. On to this match in particular, and I'm going to say something that people are going to like. Again, we're trying to burn out our ace fast bowler, putting him in the leadership role, and look at the scorecard. Dennis, you have it in front of you. The spinners would have taken the wicket. Were taking the wicket. Azari was the one who bowled most of the overs. And look at his anonymity. I am saying Walsh should have been bowled even earlier even Cornwall and the other guy that represented the Netherlands that is playing for the Leewards now. I don't remember his name there. I think he got a wicket. Um, the other spinner. Doran. 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 The spinners are the ones taking the wicket. They were most economical. And if you can take the time to read it out, let the world know. Leadership and captaincy mean something. Pressuring Azari Georges to make him believe is only I alone can do it. Because he ended up even bowling the last set of overs there. He, he got some point something overs. And I am saying, let's win with the trump cards. Win with your spinners or lose with them. When you're a captain, it doesn't mean that you have to do it all alone. And that is what Azari was showing me. Oh, I have to lead from the front with the ball, even though they're playing um, the pass the bowlers with ease. And I'm saying they did not do that young man any justice while holding him sitting on resting. You name him captain simply means unless he's sick, he will play all of the matches. So we're here trying to burn out our ace fast bowler. And congratulations to Leeward and him for taking us into the finals. But I, I'm looking beyond this Super 50. You cannot burn out the talent. And I'm going to tell you why I'm saying Alzari Joseph can bat. 
Look at where he's batting. You see who he posts? He post Walsh. Walsh was batting up the order and making yeah. one. So yeah. I hope that they're looking to see that. And then he just said it. That Walsh has the ability to make one. But where did he put Alzari Joseph? Batting at number nine and ten. Because I have to deserve myself to lead. Spend as many time as you can, as much time as you can, off the field. And don't go to bat to show them I can bat and be the number six batter for the West Indies. I am saying it again. It was an injustice to the young man, but I hope that he would learn something in terms of leading a team. But for right now, and for the bigger picture, Alzari Joseph, go and be our bowling all-arounder. Become the Aquam, Ian Botham, the Keith Boyce, the Bernard Julian, the Gary Soberses. He can do it. Do not let them push you into no leadership role when you can up your game and be the capital dev, the next capital dev. Go and bowl and bat. And then take on the captaincy after that. Right now, I don't think we're the time in a white ball mm-hmm. cricket either. Thank you. Virgil, you, no, you say this, it. Who else? Who else? I, I want to make some. I don't agree with either, so, but he, that's his opinion. I feel, I feel Alzari or Joseph can do it. And from all the comments I hear, from all the comments, I don't hear anybody saying, apart from you and perhaps Virgil, say that he is not, he, he should not. I hear the comment, commentators calling for him to bowl yesterday. Until that last over where Puran put two in, took him apart, he bowled well. If you look in the things, he had about 13 wickets in the tournament. One of the few fast bowlers that have among the number, the top ten. The guy from, the guy Smith from Barbados, I think he is the one that um, got some wickets out of Facebook. All others are spinners. Azari Joseph did well. He, he led the side well, too. And I don't see. We had the, the guy from Jamaica who was a fast bowler. He wasn't doing anything. But I blame them. They should have brought in the guy from Sinkits, that fast medium from Sinkits, into the side because he is also a very good batter. But there's something that I want to say about the tournament. I think they should never have a tournament without that review system. That review system, a lot of bad decisions were given, and um, it might have been changed reflection on the whole team, the whole yeah. tournament. But yeah. all in all, it was competitive. I see our, our openers on the, the Leeward Islands in this match here, their batting didn't show up. The young guy, Graves, got injured, and nobody has, well... We have Hamilton came in and, and, and showed his class, and he made a few runs. And then talking about the the prizes that were given, what do you, how do you you, you recognize the best wicket keeper? Or the, they, they call him a wicket keeper because he takes the most catches. Taking the most catches doesn't mean you're the best wicket keeper. And Ryan, Ryan took a few catches, and they make give him the best feeler of the tournament as well. It doesn't mean because you take the more, because more catches go to you and you take them. I see, I see Hayden Walls take a, a, a return catch on his wrong side, on his right side. And that was, was anything that anyone would, would, would laud. 
and he had rewards do well in, in, in the tournament. And I'm just going to see if they don't pick Warrington as the wicketkeeper because Warrington kept wicket well. He made a number of runs, what, and he's right Warrican? up there. And they should have the... Warrington? Uh, not Warrington. Um, yeah. No, I mean, Hamilton, Hamilton. <laughs> the the wicketkeeper for the Leewards. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the wicketkeeper for them, yeah. He, 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 he scored a lot of runs, and I think he should be up there. But... Um, and what else? But the review, they should have had the review. I don't know. It might have been costly. But, and then again, the wickets, the, the pitches that were prepared to me, you know, they were spinner-friendly, spinner-friendly. So, but that, that's my yeah. take. Anyone who wants to come in again? Yeah, All right. Just... I, just, I just want to piggyback on some of the things yeah, that, that I've heard. Because mm-hmm. as I told yeah, you guys before, I haven't been I've been following the, you know. the Super 50. Um, but um, you know, when it comes to like best wicketkeeper and best fielder and and stuff, uh, what has really simplified the um the, was it um did that they say the, the person with the most with the most catches is going to win the prize or or, or whatever? Because um, you, you can be at okay, a place where I may not have known what they say, about it, but the fact is, yeah, yeah, if, yeah, if yeah a guy because I would like to know that. He take the most catches. If the more more mm-hmm. catches come to him, and he take them well. If if no catches come to him, what? Yes, because you judge because a, a wicketkeeper by because how he moves, how he stumps, yeah. how he you yeah. know do these things. Hmm? Yeah, I don't we, think we you judge him by the catch. Yeah, wicketkeeper is more multi-purpose because you 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 diving exactly. down the offside, diving down the leg side, standing back at times, or maybe even standing up to a pace bowler. Pumping, you know, you, you know, things like that. So, but when it comes to catching, you no, know, because you, you could drop, you could drop a couple of them as well. But if they come to you and you take the mm-hmm. catch, it, you know, that, that, that's good. So I think that comes. But uh, what really I have been because I'm just listening. I'm not hearing the finals now. I, I, I wasn't able to follow because it's not as easy. The whole thing about it, the World Cup was going on. And I, I just come in and bop, bop, World Cup. I can watch everything going on there, you know. And, to find West in this thing after the searching for it. And so I, I did not really get the whole impetus to, you know, to, to get up and, uh, and search and, uh, and watch. So, um, but uh, uh, as you announced, you know, that um, the, um, the Red Force one, I want to give them big time congratulations. And as Dennis yes. mentioned, not only that, but for, for, for getting the most points, they also got another 50,000, 150,000, not too shabby. You know, but um, no, yeah, win in, the win in the go ahead. I know it's a hundred and then the next one gets fifty. Fifty, yeah. The winning the triple fifty is a hundred, and then because they won the, the most points were at the end of the, the round before the finals, you know they got a. a no, they won the championship. The champ- when they, they went into they the, the championship the champ- and win the championship, and that gives them the the, the, the hundred thousand. That's how we understand it. No, but I, I think Dennis mentioned that there's no. an additional 50,000. Yes. Dennis wants no, to No, they're winning um, 50,000 for the league, the preliminary round. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. So they walked out, they, they walked out with $150,000 in all. Yeah, we're saying Isn't the same thing. The Oddly, we're saying the same thing. We're oh, saying okay. the same thing. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Mm. So I just want to give them congratulations. And and the leeward, mm-hmm. of course, because... um um. You know the, the leadership problem is um we, we've been talking about it back and forth, and and mm. I, I'm happy that um 
they made the finals, it, it would have been so good if if they would have won if they would have won everything because it would have sort of say, hey, Alzari, 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 you know, and, and stuff like that. But uh, I think I, I still I'm one of those who think they should give the captaincy to somebody else as well. I, I, I from the very first, and I, I've not watched any of the matches, so I can't criticize or anything to say whether he he, he did a, a great job as a captain or, or whatever. But I just want to say congratulations to the winners and congratulations to Leeward. But only you should listen to the comments. I am out. You should listen to the comments. I tell you something. Leon, I, I tell you, I'm, I, I'm really not at the stage like you gentlemen who are at home all day. Uh, uh, and mm. um, so um, sometime when I when I when I got home whenever I get home and I'm so tired, I, I, I'm sleep I'm sleeping man I'm taking my bra- <laughs> and, and I'm gone. Sometime somebody called me um, the other night at nine o'clock, and I'm a person who go to bed like eleven eleven thirty nine o'clock. I was out like a light switch, <laughs> you know. So 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 that's it. Uh, um, but uh, but congratulations goes to the, the finalists and um, big up for the Leewards for coming second. Back to you. And the Leewards get yeah. how much? The Leewards get fifty thousand dollars, right? Too. Second place. I don't remember seeing that. I don't remember seeing that. Look back, look, know, go, go back and look over when, the rules, Dennis. I when they, they said when they made it. I thought they got huh? twenty thousand, but that might have been my mistake. I think that would be too much of oh. why that would be too wide. Well, you know, the difference between the, the first and second, a hundred, and then you yeah. come second and get twenty. That that would be too too. too yeah. uh, that gap would be too wide. But anyway, yeah. anyway, important thing. Okay. The tournament goes well, but the the, the the fact to me the main objection I have is that not having that review system that could have helped with some umpire decision. They, they had some bad in, uh, decisions that Barbados cheated that match. Very bad. I saw them, oh, you know, and, and you know, those guys' balls were definitely going to leg side and you get out. Don't like that. And hope, mm-hmm. when he came to the best wicket keeper, they say the number of catches. And when he come to the best fielder, Narayan get a number of catches. And that, to me, okay. if he's the best He's not supposed to be just for catches. Supposed to be outstanding, feeling, run out, and the works. Everything. But was he not? That's was my, he my not, comment. Weren't all those things? Weren't all those things taken into consideration? Well, when, when, they're, when they're I didn't see what's the description, but when they made the announcement, they said the, he made, he mm-hmm. took a number of catches. The wicket keeper, mm-hmm. Shai Hope, got it for the number of catches. And for the okay. fielder, they said the same thing for for Narayan. Narayan deserved to be the player of the of, of the series, in my view. But it went, yeah, and that went well for me. I thought he did well. He bowled well. Who, 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 he was who, who, who got play. the player of the series? Who got the player of the series? Narayan. Narayan. Okay. okay. And okay. I think he deservingly because he bowled outstandingly. He had the most wickets. With, tied with Hayden Waltz, and they get joint number of wickets. They share the, that prize for the number of wickets. Okay. Hayden Waltz gets 20, and he got 20, but Narayan had the better average. Okay. Anyone wants to say anything else? Anyone wants to? Yeah. Don't know your blood leavers come second. They didn't lose. They come second. 
Yes, I was very happy that they at least reached the finals. But the 135 was never going to be enough. Oh, no, I just got to take no. uh, I didn't get to watch the game. I was at work, so I just checked in with what happened after. But kudos mm-hmm. to them for becoming the runners-up. Okay. Yep. It was carried on, on um, ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus was carried. You have to make a subscription. I got it on, on that, and I watched the okay. whole other game. I think YouTube was also carrying it. I don't know if they did it live, but they were carrying it as well. But then it's, it's going to be there still now afterwards. You can go back and watch the games, though. But it's not the same, you know, like when it's fresh. Anyone else? Uh, I like yeah. Remember, Ivor was saying something. No, I think Dennis was saying something before him too. Dennis? Oh, Dennis. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I, I was saying I just wanted to wrap this up and, and say the early matches in this series were really, really terribly. They were not much yeah. excitement, and the players themselves did not look as if they were there. Um, nonetheless, I agree with you that the DRS system is certainly something that should be in you know a, a, an important in part place for of the next series. series because mm-hmm. i sometimes believe that there is an umpire's bias especially when it comes to bowlers such as narine he gets decisions that i think other bowlers would not necessarily get simply because his name is narine so that drs system is one that would help the umpires because I think there is some umpire's bias detected in, in, in that system. Um, it was good to see that they, uh, CWI opened up the, um, the, the gates and allowed spectators to watch the match without cost. So there were quite a few spectators there enjoying the, um, the, the program yesterday. Not as many as I thought, but even the weather might have helped. And the other thing, Leon, we had six national teams, meaning Jamaica, Winwood, Barbados, Guyana, Trinidad, Leeward. And of the six, four of those teams, Jamaica, Winwood, Barbados, and Guyana, had negative net run rates, which mm. tells you mm. that the batters were so... I mean, it was disappointing to see that Jamaica played seven matches and did not win one Winward won one, and of course, um, we have Guyana did win four of theirs, so they're not too bad. But four of those, you know, national the the, the, the islands that predominantly presents the the West Indies Test players and the West Indies ODI and T20 players at negative net run rate. That is a very very in spite of the bonus points that was the incentive yeah yeah so supposedly <clears throat> to make this thing happen so i don't know maybe we might have to have another look at this um bonus point but that's my final wrap up alzari i okay. think it's a little I, I, bit I, early it was a little bit early for alzari to be given this kind of responsibility because he negates to bowl himself when he probably should and then he had the additional pressure of thinking about other things so I would probably have not given him the, cha- the 
the captain thing. But who would you give him? Who would you have given him? Who would you have given him? Well, I'd have, mm. I'd have to look at the um, the squad again. Aaron Powell. Aaron Powell. You know, but certainly I'm not saying. But, but Aaron Powell isn't do. scoring any runs. He, he did. He did score. He should have been. He should have been standing up in this innings when Graves was down. Every time Graves, Graves was move up the order and Graves yeah. was making the runs and but, he, he but hasn't Leon, been scoring any runs. He make a good 80 and that's about all. Leon, Leon the point uh-huh. here is not that Alzari cannot do the job, but I think at this yeah. level of his game, he probably was mm-hmm. the wrong person to put that type of. Um, you know, responsibility. But, but, but Dennis, he did not yeah. do badly. He no, didn't no. do. Um, Cummins, Cummins, people were saying that Cummins was not the right person, too. And Cummins, do you say Cummins is a bad captain? I'm not. I'm saying, Leon, that Alzari. No, do you? No, ask, ask me a question. I, you got to start at some, some Dennis, place. you have to start at some place. You got to start at some yes. place. Yes. But okay, well, it's your but, opinion, though. But, but go ahead. Uh, mm. Alzari is, as um, Iva pointed out, our premier opening bowler. And to put that kind of pressure on him in but this I'm asking situation, you the question, though, Dennis. Did he do badly? The, no, the question is, did Alzari do worse than Shai Hope? No, no. We're not, I'm not saying he did worse, Leon. I'm simply making the statement okay. that it was a bad decision to put him in that position. I, well, I, 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 I differ, Dennis. I really differ that he's a bad decision. You, Cornwall, Powell, um, all these guys have been tried. All no, the guys Mr. have Francis, been tried. I think you make mm. a bad statement when you, when you said, um, when somebody said Powell, they said Powell did not make any runs. Runs, yeah, in the game, runs have nothing, are getting wicked, have nothing to do with captaincy. Okay. So but he was there was before, and he didn't, do, he didn't. Did he? Did he set the world on fire? No, yes. no, no. I, he no, was I'm there not, before. I'm not saying. Yes. I'm not saying him. Yes. No, but is this is the runs you said that the person did not make? I would have preferred something that But we want him to make the runs as a captain. He he got, he is a man who, who we were depending on to make runs. The man make no. century in both yeah, innings. Yeah, in a no, test no, match, one of the few. Leon, he has nothing to do with Captain C. Yeah. No, he has nothing to do with Captain C. As Captain, he's the leader of the band. You know, the you watch And the question I'm saying to you again, Dennis, did he do badly as a captain? And, in his, and he, did he do badly as a captain? You think you're missing everybody's point, you know? You're missing everybody's point. What we're that's doing to Azari Joseph is destroying Azari Joseph bowling. Because he could put too much pressure oh, on himself. And oh, who are you to determine that he is going to destroy bowling. his bowling? Okay. How, who all are right. you to say that he's going to destroy his bowling? Who okay. are you to say he's going to be the captain of the Western side? He's not the captain yeah. of the Western side. Did he not captain yeah. all saints? Yeah. Did he not okay. captain yeah. all the yeah. saints, Virgil? Answer me. Is he captain? Yeah. I, I don't know why captain. I don't know. Well, you know, how you know he don't know? Yes, he did. I found out he has captain. I, I just tell you I don't know. What do you mean to tell me what I mean? Well, you should I don't know, know that. If I don't, <laughs> you should know no, that. Do you, okay, what I'm, I'm going to do, I'm going to lie to you now. I'm going to say, yes, I know. 
Maybe that's no, no, I don't want to lie to me. I don't want to lie to me. No, don't do that. I don't want to do that. No, but I'm telling you, I heard you made a statement here before. No, I said I made a statement here, not on this conversation before. No, I said I don't know any team that he kept in. I do not know. I said I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Sometimes we're trying to get in. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah go ahead, Iver. Come on in, Iver. <laughs> and again, I'm going to say, I don't know where Aljavi Joseph gets time to captain any team in local team in Antigua when he's parading the wall around in franchise cricket. So, whatever the selectors would have seen, I am saying for the bigger picture, I don't care what he would have done. And for West Indies cricket, which is our main focus, Gentlemen, we did not make the World Cup for the first time. We're only going to make it 2020 because we're, having, we're hosting it. Yeah. I am looking at the bigger picture. Giving <laughs> Azari Joseph captain is the bigger picture as our ace fast bowler. But i done with that. Time will tell whether holder gets the rest. Exactly. Yes. Me, Let me finish. Mm. You're telling my captain he has to play all of the matches unless he's fit. That's what a captain is picked for. While Pooh and them get the rest, Ola get his rest, he was put in a position where he has to have on his thinking cap all the time. He has to be in front of the press all of the time. Captain, see anybody can captain. Leadership, it comes with the captaincy. I think the timing was wrong. But time will tell. Hopefully he doesn't get burnt out. Cricket is played from the neck up. That is what is killing West Indies cricket. They don't want to believe it. 85% is from the net up. They don't think. And you're putting this man to burn up himself as a fast bowler to look after 10 other players on the field of play. And you say you know he captain some, some curry goat match in Antigua. And that make him good enough. No, 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 no. Don't Let's call this that. match terrible call goose match in that. Don't say that. Don't say that. I, I, no, I say call me, all things. All things against Liberta. Those are the matches that are really crucial. They take these things seriously. Okay. And here's the, here's the question. How bad did Hamilton do? He was the captain last year. How bad did he do? We had Cornwall being the captain. How bad did he do? We had Powell being the captain. Who? Who? Hold on. Hold okay. on. Don't answer it. Don't answer it. Let me see I have a question. Question. Yes. You asked the question, right? You say how bad did you ask the question? Finish. But I didn't finish. <laughs> yes. So, <clears throat> how bad did they do? And what made them change our captain? Because Hamilton still made the team. And he's still up there, like you're saying, that he should be noted as one of the better wicket keepers with runs behind his name. But they remove him from captain, and they now install Azari Joseph, who was named vice captain last year. Never been in the leadership role on no regional scene. Never. So we toss him into the sea and say, go do it. Okay, that's fine. If he has the ability to do it, that's fine. I am saying, me personally, because I've seen this cricket where it is, I'm not taking my ace fast bowler. I'm going to have him with his legs up from time to time, sit down and watch. Not that you have to play every match, in every meeting, and leading no pack. But I want to move on from that. 
But if you want to answer the question, answer it so I can move on to something else. In the same Go ahead, way. go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. So we can... You said the commentators were saying all kind of nice things about Azari Joseph. That is nice, but I don't take everything that commentators say because I am one too. It is their opinion, just like I don't have mine. You know what I heard Ravi Shastri said in the commentary here? Vivian mm-hmm. said, I'm sure you heard it too. Is the first man he know who come on the field as a substitute and had three run outs against Australia. Vivian just played in the match. Batted at number six. <laughs> so if, if I mm-hmm. had to listen to Rabbi Sastry, I wouldn't believe that Vivi Whittle wouldn't have played in that match when he had the two run out with the two couple mm-hmm. brothers and Turner. I believe Sastry, when he said that Richard was a substitute fielder because he was failing, he was making one. He said it. I'm like, Sastry, you have this one wrong. Richard was a player in the match. Richard batted number yeah. six. You yeah. understand? Mm. And the, I can give you the, the battles ahead of him. We had the opening batsman, Frederick and Greenwich. Then we had Kalisho at number three. Kalai number four. Lloyd was number five who made the century man of the match. Then Richard came in and failed. So I can't tell me because the commentator saying Azari was this and that. And Sastri telling me this and that. That they're telling all of the truth. So I'm not buying that. What you're telling me all the commentators but, but, are depressed with the matching up as I, I'm, not, I'm like, not saying that he, your opinion is yours, but I say I didn't share that opinion. That's all I'm saying yeah, to you guys. I don't share that. And then I bring proof to say other people. I even hear, 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 I'm calling commentator even on uh, the Mason show. I hear people lauding him for his captaincy. You didn't I hear? Nothing, nothing is wrong with that. I am again telling you, I am looking at the bigger okay, picture. Okay, well, well, that's all I'm saying. But anyway, done. Yeah, you, you have something else to say? So, the important thing, the Western, the, the um, Lewis, so. to me, did outstandingly well. And while we, we failed in, you know, batting, and I feel they should bring in the guy from Sinkits and the other, the guy, the other fastballer we have in Jamaica should have, should have been half the team. He didn't do much. The boy who could oh, have your, a few as well. That's I used to be my boy, but he... he <laughs> no, I, I can't back anybody who, who can't back, you know. You ever hear me say that? Back and I don't back no rabbits. So all that <laughs> Gabriel should not be playing between that. But the ball... The ball and Paul should got, make him go near his thumbs at all. So he should be hitting the, the man all over the ground, man. No, I because he make, make Gabriel get him. Leon, <laughs> Leon, can I request? Go ahead. We, can I request that we move move on here? Yes, have, yes. Uh, Go ahead. We have, we have Simon. We have Simon. So let's bring Simon. Simon, good afternoon to you, sir. Mm-hmm. Well, I said good evening, good evening to you as well. I've been waiting quite a while, about half an hour. I said um. I see you. I see you. But you know we. we the president uh, there, and Dennis Cardinal, I heard all Yeah, well, go ahead. Give us your question, Simon. <laughs> when you're through. Tonight is, ladies and gentlemen of the panel, um, tell me, we have the cricketer called Steve Waugh, and I want to know how many test runs he made in his career. These are test runs. That's the first part of my question, and which country did he play for? 
Name is Steve Waugh. Number four hundred. Uh, I, I, I remember that he played some like eighty seven eighty seven test matches for Australia. But um the runs are uh, eighty seven. Uh-huh. Well, I, I don't know. Mm. Okay. I will help guess why we need to learn from each other. No. I'll just say that again, man. Steve Wall. Steve Wall is named for Lockman and, and Captain. He said Steve Wall. Oh, 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 no, yeah. no. Maybe I'm, I'm, mixing, I'm mixing up the, the other brothers. Wall play 100 and, yeah. Mark. Yeah. Wall is over 150 artists. And I know you're yeah. cool. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah, you're right. Almost. You're right. I'm mixing let me, up Wall. They're two brothers. Let me try guess. Mm. Because I used to say Steve Wall, Jeff Barkett, would bat and, and you know, I talk about Stephen, um, our Stephen King, Steve Smith. I said, these guys can bat the eight so I was following him. He didn't make 4,000 runs. Simon, oh, good. Simon, I'm here. Go ahead. Go ahead, Simon. Simon. I'm listening. Hold on. I said 2,500 runs. Somebody, Somebody coming on behind, inside, behind. Yeah, can hear like a radio TV or something. Like a radio or television or things in the background making, yeah. Okay, hold a while yeah. for me. Gentlemen, please be, be kind. Uh, be kind. Go ahead, Ivor, finish up. And there's, we have J.T. on. Yes. Go ahead. Steve Wallis. Go ahead, Ivor, finish. Mm. He, he played over 150 test matches and he scored yeah. maybe about 3,500 runs, somewhere in that region. 3,000? Okay. Is that 3,000? Yes. Yes. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say nine thousand five hundred. Okay, that's fair. That's good. And it's from Australia. I was mixing up the Chapel brothers with with, with the War brothers. They, they had, mm. The top one of the Chappers play eighty-seven test matches. Oh, we want to welcome. Okay, Ayur, 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 how many yes, test matches? Uh, his, his real name is Stephen Wall. S T E F E N. P H E N. He's from Australia. Mm-hmm. He did finish 10,000 runs. I'm 100% sure on that, but I don't think yeah. he has passed the 11,000 runs. So he might no. be close to 11,000 runs. Okay, thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. What That's about what you guys? learn from each other. I want about the ladies. Dennis, I want the ladies to have a crack Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Let me bring Dennis. Dennis is in first, and then we go ask for Donna afterwards. Dennis, come in. Steve, Steve War, Australia, 11,000 test run. Okay, that's 11, close 000. enough. Uh-uh. That's close Donna, enough. That's in the ball your, your take. Your take, I'm Donna. I'm going to say Australia, 10,500 runs. Uh, that's 10, close, also. That's good. I sent you Thank want to try. What yeah, about yeah. the other ladies? The other ladies, are oh, they on? Simon, 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 let me, let me bring them in. Hi, Sin, come on in. Yeah, all right. Although I used to like Sean, I'll go Steve, um, 10-9. okay. Anyone else okay. who have not given their total? Thank you, thank you. Me, me. Oh, oh yes. Virgin, Virgin. I'm going. I'm going to go right between, right in the middle of the woman. Um, ten, ten thousand 
You cannot have government around the cricket, and it will be a problem. Virgil, you have, you have an example when India interfered with the running of the cricket in India? I'm talking about India, Pakistan. In India government um India players not going to not playing to Pakistan or go certain players that play with Pakistan. Who does that? It's not the ICC doesn't set just like how they said India to play against England. They doesn't set nothing with Pakistan. So who 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 is that? Is the government. Look at see, you see Pakistan go play in India? What was the problem? But if the uh, if the game was playing Pakistan, play if the game if the if the World Cup was playing Pakistan, the India government would no, not want no, India, but, to, uh, India to go. India, as, as India played in India. India. Virgil, 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 there's a difference there because they're they're talking about the, the board running like the, like how you have the cricket cricket West Indies running West Indies cricket. You don't have any government running West Indies cricket board. You have the board I running. I said the and government and gets involved. The government will get up and said certain things cannot happen. No, no. But I'm asking for an example, Virgil. Give me an example for what? India, Pakistan. But India government stopped in um, Pakistan. Uh, India from going um, to play against Pakistan. Why do you think India, India, Pakistan haven't played no series for all these years? You think it's ICC no. do it? That goes beyond the, the, the scope of what we're saying here. What? No, but what you I just, yeah, I just said um, Sri Lanka government intervening something with the cricket yeah, or something. Because, because, yes, because yes. actually the cricket board, yes. the players the, the are talking about it. Government is government. Um, Anyhow yeah. you put it, it's government. From the time government intervene in the side of it, you'll have problems. Virgil, we yeah, have Virgil, the same Virgil, problem, Virgil, we have another, the same problem home, you know. Virgil, we have Virgil, the same problem in West Indies. Here's, here's another example. I said we have the same problem with West Indies when the guys went over India and strike. And these prime ministers home there were saying, oh, you shouldn't do these players nothing. They get in, they get in, in a West Indies board um, and was creating problems because they said, they should not do these players nothing. They should not suspend them. They should not do these things to them. And that's the problem. You, why you think our team, why I, I go, I, I don't want to play the West Indies most of the time when they want to go make the money? Because I, the rest government didn't get involved inside of that. The Prime Minister, um, Aguilera St. Vincent, he was the biggest one that gets involved inside of that. That's a, that's a Gonzalez. And, I mean, if you have, you have your country to run, run your country. You have sporting events, let the people them who deal with the sporting events run their stuff. You keep out Rem- of it. Virgil, one thing to remember, the, the, the decision says that the government of Sri Lanka packed the cricket board of Sri Lanka and installed yes. their own set of people to run the cricket in, in Sri Lanka. And what the ICC and that's a no, says, no. it is a no-no. No. The government yeah. cannot mm-hmm. select. Same thing Zimbabwe did the same thing and they got suspended too. Zimbabwe did it. That's the same thing I'm talking about. No, Virgil. It's not the same, Virgil. It's not the same, Virgil. Let me explain myself. Didn't you just said the government of Sri Lanka put their own people to run the cricket board of Sri Lanka? 
They yes. stop the cricket board and install their own people, and, and that's a no-no for ICC. No. But, no, no, we we but that is my whole point. That is my whole point. Why are no. they doing that? They should not but, do that. That is my whole point. But we are not saying that right, right, right enough. So that's why they got suspended. So that's why they got suspended. But, we are not saying that right and, and even yeah. when the West Indies mm, were, were prime ministers were, were trying to say, uh, saying this and that, the West, cricket West Indies were still in charge. They, could, they did not suck up so they, they, they cricket West Indies word because they couldn't. You know, they, would not, they weren't allowed to. Right, that's it. So from time um, but, to time, government they, will intervene, yeah. but, they, but, yeah. but they have to power. Stop the board. They have power. To stop the board and then, and then set up their own. No, the yeah, only thing with the Olympics in place is a no, no. Right. Jetin, you have anything to say? Jetin? No, Jetin is not with us. But well, Iva, have yeah. oh, Iva you have some? Yeah, go ahead, Iva. Yeah, I got something to say. And I don't know why Virgil beat anyone in the bush. India government is controlling cricket in India. That is why we're not having matches between India and Pakistan. They don't even want to issue visas to Pakistanis to come to the World Cup. That's why Pakistan was lashing out, saying if they're not coming here, we're not going there. They're just lucky that Pakistan came over and played in this World Cup. We all know that they're interfering. So let's not beat around no boat. Because... Mm-hmm. I, I don't have a proof. Let me finish, please. <laughs> Indian cricketers, them, are supporting Pakistan cricketers. The crowd, Indian crowd, always wants a rivalry. They would have loved to see Pakistan playing against India in this semifinals here. So who keeping them out? I, I don't think it's the board. Let's not be naive. It's the government that is getting involved. And the hot potato, that's why the name is just called the command, is not here. I must say, let's not beat around the bush. And ITC have a way of getting into people's business. ITC a mash up the USA cricket. So when they tell the government to keep out, they're knocking out, duly install, you sucker them, and say, I'm going to bring in my own people. Them. They are doing it too. <laughs> Let's all say that said, the ITC is getting involved in the USA cricket. And I'm mashing it up. And they too need to keep out, and they're the people who get elected, run it, and support. Leon, I don't, Leon, I'm not sure that I follow that the ICC is getting involved in, say, the USA cricket. It's more like... Well, you the, don't want to follow. You don't want to follow. The ICC, wait. when Dainty them was there, lawfully do anything, have a constitution, and it never suit them. I'm going to give some... You're going to give me constitutional and all things there? No, this is the one I'm giving it to you. Eli, you I, don't have an opinion. I'm giving you I, your opinion. Yeah. The issue with USA cricket problems is not directly related to the ICC. The issue is related to the no, no. people in, hey, hey, in US. Back. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go back over the years. You see? Let me finish that, Ivan. Let me finish. You, you. Let, no, let, let me finish. finish. Let, let me hear what you say. No, no, no. Then it's but in and my time. When I'm done, it's okay. okay. I don't mind him but in, but you but, can't tell me let him but, but, this is me. What I'm saying well, here, let me finish. I'm not done now. Yeah. I'm just repeating it. Ever since when we had Yusaka, there's no more. ICC 
disrupted a lawfully elected board to bring in their own, and they're still doing it today. So I'm saying, while they're suspending the Sri Lanka them, I'm going to go back to where I start. India is doing it with the same government running cricket in, in, in things. If they're not funding the Ministry of Sports, don't support or don't finance the, 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 the Indian cricket board or whatever it is, yeah. I agree that they are being influenced by the government. They are called a spade of spade. Thank you. I, I don't have a proof. I don't have a proof. And I go, I'm not going to say that is correct. I'll join Ivan that and say it's correct. Because yeah, the government, well, while, while, no, while no, the problem, no problem, no problem with but I'm saying I don't have yeah, no proof. That's what Virgil is so, Dennis, well, no, well, what have you got no. to say, Dennis? No, you, no I, I, I disagree that it's the ICC's position. The ICC, where the USA cricket is concerned, is that USA cricket had a bunch of guys who were very inept at doing the development of USA cricket, and they were acting in fashion that were self, uh, self-interest. Too much self-interest was involved, and USA cricket was going nowhere. Hence, ICC had to step in in terms of withdrawing support. Okay, you want to do it this way? Go ahead and do it your way. Our way is this. So they know what the rules and regulations were, and they weren't followed that. Hence, USA Cricket mm-hmm. to this day is still in a lot of trouble because they are not working in a business-like administrative fashion. As far as India and ICC, you know, there is some politics involved, but there's the politics involved in Afghanistan too. There's politics involved elsewhere. It is not uh-huh. that India government is interfering with the running of India cricket. It's the just inf- that they are. I said, I use the word influence, mind. Influence. Okay. Yeah. Well, but let me, yeah, let but me come in here now, Ivor. Let me come in. Because uh, okay. I, I just want to bring some further information that the Sri Lanka government is going to be meeting with the authorities for the ICC soon. And they are also saying if they haven't gotten a if they did, do not get a resolution, they're going to take the matter to the um, the arbitration court for sports. But, but, but Leon, so the, that's the, 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 the I have. So legal, the, the High Court in Sri Lanka has ruled that what the government has done is illegal, and there is some day mm. on the matter mm. where the government, the law says you cannot yes. do that. Government, you cannot do that. So this matter is still being thrashed well, out. Well, what Sri Lanka government is saying to Dennis is that the full membership of the ICC did not give the sanction to do this, what they do to Sri Lanka. And they're going to be meeting with them soon in Abu Dubai, where the headquarters are. So... And then if they don't get a resolution there, they're going to take into the arbitration, the court of arbitration for sports. Okay. I mean, Sri Lanka is saying that what their action is related to the nation's sports law, which has been in place Uh since 1973. They're claiming that the Mm. national law of Sri Lanka 
gives them the right to interfere. Mm-hmm. And ICC mm-hmm. cricket says, our administrative no. rule says, if government is interfering, then we will not sanction or recognize or accept the board in your country as part of ICC cricket. So we are at a stalemate. I don't see where the government should be involved. But, you know, it's shown quite clearly that this is what has happened in Sri Lanka. It's not shown that this is what's happening in India or in, in, in Pakistan, for that but, matter. Now, if Dennis, 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 you, Dennis mm-hmm. you, make a, you make a statement and said um, yes. the mm-hmm. government of Sri Lanka said that, um, or the ICC said the government of Sri Lanka is interfering, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the, that's the government of um, Sri Lanka is interfering. Anybody yes. can tell me why Pakistan and India not playing series together? Well, Who we can tell you. From what I no, learned. No, no, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. From what, what I learned. No, be honest with, no, no, be honest with each other. Who we answer the question. Let me answer the question. Let one of us answer. Let me finish my statement. I want to know who interfere. Is it the board of the Cricket Council for India or the government? Make that decision. I'm finished. Virgil, what you're saying is that the government of India prevents Pakistan and India from playing. That is not quite correct. The the government... Go ahead. No, the, the government, India and Pakistan plays cricket in different parts of the world. What is happening here? You might have some political decisions. Series, I said, just like how West Indies and Sri Lanka and everybody plays. I'm not talking when the ICC have the World Cup. I'm talking about series. Wait a minute. It, it test takes match two. against test match. <laughs> test match. Make it clear. Test yeah. match then. Well, see, what? What you're doing, you're overlooking what a decision that has been made regarding um, visas and why those decisions were made. And you cannot ignore completely. What visa? What do you mean, what to visa? Go, no, it's the play in Dubai. To go in Dubai, Indian Pakistan, to go in Dubai and play. Okay, that's a neutral ground. To go in Dubai and play, both of them have a visa. Both of them, they can play, they can play a series anywhere other than... But that is my whole point, why they aren't playing bilateral series in India and Pakistan? This is a simple question. What's hard about it? Why aren't any bilateral series between India and Pakistan other than... Because it's... One at a time. Let's one time. Ask the question. Roger, ask the question. Let Dennis answer it, and when he finish, I will try and answer it. Go ahead, Dennis. Well, no, I think that the, the series decision, they can play a series. The question is getting both governments of Pakistan and India to agree on the issues that's preventing visas from being readily available. Uh, government again. We, yeah, uh, government. Uh, the government. Visa to do what? Tell me visa let, to do what? But wait, wait, wait. Wait, I, I, I want to get in here because I want to get into you guys 
You answer the question. To, you answer, Dennis. You answer the question. I want to say what I have to say too, and I somebody no, just want to say too. No, 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 Mr. Brilliant, go ahead. Don't say answer the question because let me, let me tell you something. We're not saying India go to Pakistan or Pakistan go to India because Pakistan is in India right now. I'm talking about they play the they play the game in Dubai. <coughs> tell me what visa India need to go to Dubai and what visa do. Pakistan need to go to Dubai to play because you bring up this thing about visa. They don't need India, Pakistan don't need no special visa to go by Dubai. Dubai not give them no problem because Dubai want the game to come there. Yes. The same game can play in England also. It can play in Australia also too. All right. Well, what I what I learned, gentlemen, please, please let me get in. I want to say something because what I understand from the whole impasse is not to do the players. It's not to do right. the players. It's the two countries. It's the two countries. If me and you are war, and I don't want you to come to my country, whether you play cricket, football, domino, anything, that is the proper problem. Indian players don't feel safe going to 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 um, Pakistan. You're making a wrong statement. I'm not talking about Pakistan. I'm talking about the play in Dubai. Pakistan is in India playing right now. Okay, I'm talking about Dubai. Why they can't play a series just like how when they play the Tri-Series and they play in Dubai, why they can't play test match series in the same country of Dubai? That is my well, that question. Home, that was the home to Virgil, you forget? But I know when that. Pakistan was I not know allowed that was to play home test. And even when they're in but Dubai, they in the, they're still not going there. Government, call a spade a spade. Because if you just want to play, just remember. Remember when they had the, um, the virus? Okay. Where did India go and play the, 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 the ITL? That was Dubai, the same Dubai. Yeah. Okay, so don't tell me they have to have a special visa for everybody to come there, and all of a sudden now, no, the, 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 no. uh, Dubai is not going to give them. Well, I, I never heard any. They we, said they were having a problem visa to go to Dubai. No, but Dennis, keep on coming up about this visa issue. I'm talking about where Pakistan played their home ground, because there's where they were playing all the other country before. The visa they either go to Australia or England, or they play in Dubai. The question again, let's stop being around the board. Why aren't India and Pakistan having bilateral series like how England play West Indies, Australia play the Ashes? Why aren't they doing that? They only can play in 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 in, in World World Cup in uh, Matthew? And that's it's what I'm men. saying to you guys. Listen, government. Let's understand. Let's move on now, because I'm saying this as far as I heard. That because of security reason why Pak- India don't go to Pakistan. I'm not. We're not talking about Pakistan. We are not talking about going to Pakistan. You're talking about Dubai. We are not talking about going to Pakistan. And we are talking about playing in Dubai. 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 Wait, 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 wait. They have played. They played the Asia Cup recently. Do not speak about Pakistan. Do not speak about Pakistan. We're not talking about ICC. We are talking about Dubai. 
You're talking about bilateral series where, where both of them play each other. We know that we know without a doubt that it, that is the two governments doing that. Yes. Two, the two governments. Yes. No, don't blame Pakistan government. Okay. Yeah, yes, no, yes. both of them. Both because, of them. Because they go into buy and play. Why you can't Leon? go into buy and play? Leon, Look, we have ten, okay, we have less Pakistan than five minutes remaining Pakistan for the show. Oh, right okay. Gentlemen, we have less than five minutes go. Less than five minutes go. This can go on. We're going to ask Virgil to send us home. Virgil, why don't you do that? No, 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 we actually, actually have nine minutes. We actually have nine minutes. We're going to have somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Virgil, Virgil is too hot under the collar right now. You guys like to cover up stuff too much. No, no, no but you can make your point. You no, make, I'm no. giving you a chance to make your Fine. final point and, and send us home. No, Dennis, you do this one. <laughs> we have five. We have five minutes. No, no, no. Show, so we have five minutes, but let let Dennis, let Dennis and I finish. Quick, one, two minutes finish. each. Two minutes each, and then no, no, no. I'm, Dennis, I'm you close off. I'm finished. I want to no, thank um, everybody. No, 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 no. I'm, for, I'm giving for, Dennis for, and Iva <laughs> two minutes each, and then Dennis, you close off. Send us home. Go ahead, Dennis. Go ahead, Iva. You're going to tell okay. me that Alzari is, is, a, is, is the best person in the world to lead the leeward? Go ahead. <laughs> no, Alzari Jordan, <laughs> Jordan is my eighth fast bowler, and I want him to continue doing what he used to do when he was even recognized. All right. The first thing Alzari Joseph used to do when they go on the park is put on his pads and take up a bat and bat. Azari Joseph started to carry as a leg spin bowler. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yes. And because of his height yes. and his longiness, somebody encouraged him to be a fast bowler. So he can be many things. Exactly. Well, nothing wrong with that. This guy plays proper cricket and shots. I want him to be the next. Um, well, let me go down past Gary Sober. We can't have another guy. Kapil Kapil Dev? Kapil Dev. I want to be in both uh, Cummins, uh, even Cummins. How about Cummins? Uh, even Cummins. Cummins. Even Cummins. Better than Cummins. He can bat better than Cummins. Trust me. I want yeah. to take his mm-hmm. batting serious because Holder, we were depending on Holder at number eight to be our bowling ball. Can, can, I, can I just say something to you? As yes. Larry Jake Joseph takes every aspect of his cricket seriously. You see how that guy throw himself around in the field and those catches he used to take? Go ahead, finish off, and I don't want to cut in your time. Go right ahead. That's your 100%, but the leadership do not wane down to look after 10 other persons at this stage. Because you want to say what I wanted to be, Kapil Dev? Kapil Dev was in this captain. Ian Botham was the captain. So as I was it, I wanted to captain West Indies team. But shows that you can bat. We are lacking that all around us. We're lacking Keith Boyce, Bernard Julian. I wanted to concentrate on that. Then you can Are we not saying holder? Are we not saying holder? Four minutes. Well, Four minutes. Well, holder, <laughs> holder should be matched number six as a batting all around But holder, then it's going to be a question to you. They kill, what I'm saying here, let me tell you. With six, he's a killed holder. Flyblood recommended him and killed his talent. Holder has talent. The man have a... No, but, but I've... 
with his captaincy, they, they, they left him in the captaincy too long. They did Three it. Minutes. They all anyway, minutes. it was a good show. I enjoyed it. The veterans, thanks for serving. And um, those who are having birthdays, um, enjoy all of the week and all of the month. And we will see you um, on the radio next week. Thanks. Well, I say to you, when you want to have the passion, the debate, the robust fighting and the all about cricket, this is the place to be on a Sunday. But when you want to be entertained and wind and dine with words, then join the Saturday morning entertainment show, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Caribbean Global Voices. Call in to join and he- let's hear what you like in entertainment, one five six three. 9993693 the most awesomest inspirational hour on 3 hours on radio is the Caribbean Global Voices Saturdays 6 9 a.m. to 12 noon Caribbean Global Voices thank you all for joining and good night back to you Leon can, can I give me 20 seconds can I give me 20 seconds Please. yes go ahead um, yeah, yeah so, uh, Roy, Roy Sharma took his first ODI wicket in, in, uh, in his career, and um, it was his first, so of course, that first in World Cup. And Virat Kohli took his first World Cup wicket, wicket also today, so a big first for, for, both, for both players. And uh, both, as we go, I just want to say, <laughs> both of them bowled today, yes. Um, so as I go, nine, just let me leave bowlers, the word. Nine bowlers they use. Nine bowlers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was so easy. So as I go, let, let's take this for the week. Forgiveness. Um, Leon. 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 He's speaking, Leon. Go ahead. Or yes, just, just, just take this for the week. And to close the out. A... I didn't know he wanted to say but, something. Yeah, as, he's yeah, speaking. Yeah, Forgiveness is a fragrance that the violet sheds on the heel, okay. on the heel that has mm. crushed it. And this is said by Mark Twain. So, you know, even when it's been crushed, it's given fragrance. Let us go and exercise that sort of thing for the, for, for the entire week. God bless you. See you. We talk next God bless time. you all.
we have the fatal blow Because we know after joy is sorrow If you young the people was born in they were so jubilant that morning. Was born again. May why she was needing some flour. Was born again. Then the man she poured too much water. Was born again. A veteran woman born the lucky. Was born again. We didn't have comments and logging. Good night, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.